I don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty in a smile. I'm always trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're joking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Yeah, boys, straight to door. I don't know why you sound like Bane. Let's suck on that. Look at all, just let it be awkward. Hey, this is Tom Atkins. Throw me, but you better listen to the Bad Boys Podcast, or I'm coming for you. I wish Tom Atkins would fucking visit Harley and mm. grab that keyboard of his and just smash it over his fucking face. Wow. And then when he does, all the keys go flying in the air and it spells fuck you like it didn't want it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast where we randomly Because rant. if it ain't clicking and clacking um, with your spoon, I ice cream at your goddamn keyboard. Like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just fucking sitting here. You're what the fuck? Ty- Harley, Tony, was he not typing? Was he not typing during the intro? It wasn't me. Uh-uh. It wasn't go, me. Go back, rewind it. Yeah, play that shit, shit, bitch. I was. It wasn't me. <laughs> okay, I got time. Rewind that shit. I get uh, it. Who was fucking typing? Wasn't me. Uh, Who man. else fucking type? Type right now, Harley. Talk to Tony. He's type right now. With the fucking mechanical keyboard. Type right now. All right, all right. Hold on. Thank you. That's exactly what it sounded like. It wasn't me. Fuck you. You're full of shit. It wasn't me. You? <laughs> You're full of shit, dude. It was you. You have to like. Is your microphone right, like by your keys? Like actually, ironically, right now it's like uh, two feet away from it. Just throw it up your ass. What you need to put it. There you go. Is that you? That Tony? was. That's no, not that was me. me. Nope. No, that was. Me. I haven't. I haven't. No, I see, Tony, you type. See. No, here we you go. Can't even hear him. Here, hang on. Here, here it is. All right. How did you hear that? Bub. No. Did you hear that, Harley? Bitch, I said no. No, I didn't hear you. Exactly, Mundo. That's my point. You don't hear him typing. Okay, I'll figure out a fucking like, <laughs> um, like a like a shield for the microphone because it's omnidirectional. They, they have they so have some. Can't you put a pantyhose over your keyboard with the pop filter? Fucking ice cream is delicious. That's right by the microphone, obviously. Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. <laughs> How you doing? Yes, that's Tom? right, kids. You are you are too. <laughs> Ooh, sauce. Oh, that's right. Mode. I know it's all. Do you have poison. what it takes. Yeah, what it takes to be a champion. You got to sit here for two hours and listen to Harley keyboard and fucking eat ice cream. I just read Tony or Art was like excited for this week. He was, yeah, but he wasn't excited about you eating ice cream. Hey, you motherfucker seen scent, scent of a woman? Yeah. Episode 466 of the Bad Boys mm. podcast. We're about to randomly rant on all things movies. I am your host, Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. A.K. Mike Lumbar, joining me as always. Marcus Burnett, A.K.A. Miss Burn. 
And I'm Tony, aka MCP. <laughs> you know, fucked up his rhythm, Harley. Like, I didn't know if he was gonna say his Harley. actual name. Like, is he gonna exactly. say he's Harley Martin? Yeah. Right, not only does he mess the, I'm telling you, there he goes typing again. Dude, I, I <laughs> he's typing. What's my name? We hear you typing. type. That's what I'm. What do you mean? How? Fucking put the keyboard away. <laughs> what am I gonna do? I'm gonna shove it up your ass. Is what I'm gonna do. Dude, you need to fucking stop typing so goddamn loud. Like, last week it's you were bragging about get yourself a mechanical keyboard. I can type faster. Hey, you make a lot, a lot more noise too. Oh, I, I never said you can type. It just feels better. Feels better. Sounds louder. It's annoying. Oh, yeah. Well, I have loud. I have those loud keys with the clickety-clack. You never had this problem before. This is the problem, though. See, whenever you I've type had before, this keyboard for I've had this keyboard for years. Then and it just finally Fonzo hit his limit. <laughs> I was gonna say no, so. but Tony, have you ever heard him type like that? All the before? time, yeah, 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 all the time, all it the time, all the time. Going yeah. back episode two hundred, three hundred, one hundred. Uh, maybe not that far. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. But I, I mean, I, I'm used to loud harder. people typing. I work with engineers who also get blue uh, cherry MX keys. You know, like they're loud motherfuckers, and it's it's. It's whatever to do. Is it annoying? To other people. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother you? No. You probably get off on that sound though, huh? Oh, yeah. Your computer. <laughs> <laughs> See how quick he was there? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rub one out right now. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's yeah, like, I know. You see the way he described it, too? Yeah, like, it was, yeah. like, like Harley was describing a car. Mm-hmm. It's sexy ASMR. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Exactly. <laughs> typing one. Yeah. Hey, I got a new. Uh, I got a new mouse. Well, give Tony. a fuck. It's is it mechanical? Is, like it a, it. is it a mechanical better. mouse? Exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. no it's Click a... on it right now. Let me see if I can hear it. So... Jesus Damn. Christ! That's how loud that fucking thing is. What are you playing, Hungry Hippo? You know what it sounds like? That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like when you're typing. Hungry, Hungry Hippo. That noise is a mechanical keyboard sound. Hungry, Hungry Hippo. With four players banging on them. Reed, do they have Hungry, Hungry Hippo in New Zealand? I got to, I got to know. Tony, what that drop? It's size trampoline. Fuck you, Internet. The safe spring. So, um... Maybe, maybe, maybe the the listeners can pitch in to buy Harley some O rings that you get to put at the bottom of your keys so they don't bottom out because that's what the actual noise is. The clicking sound is one thing, but they also bottom out. It's like plastic hitting plastic, and that's what's really loud. So you can get uh, O rings on the bottom. But I think that's what Harley enjoys. Though he enjoys fucking the loud, uh, loud ass clicking noise. See, listen to, him. listen to that shit. Fucking annoying. Old ass typewriter sound. I don't know, Tony. I feel yeah. like the first click is just as loud as the second click. Yeah, you you got loud ones. And you guys hear but that? That that sounds better though. It's not as loud as before. Oh, it still sounds. to okay. Let me bottom these bitches up. Oh yeah, that is super loud. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guy. Yeah, when I when I when I bang around on them, they're pretty loud. <laughs> Yeah, and you don't even know you're doing it because you're just searching for something, but it's like, it's. I'm telling you, yeah. you're gobbling white balls and hungry hippos. Like, that's what you're doing. I feel like, I feel like Fonzo, you and I, we've known each other so long. You know, this is going to be an extension from our our last week's uh, romantic cross-country trip. 
I feel like we're past the honeymoon phase. You know? Oh, we, yeah, we don't way past that. And I, I feel like you and I we were just like, said they're playing Yahtzee now together forever. We're like you know third. I mean? Yeah, like, like yeah. Yeah, uh, Albert's kids, The kids are yeah. gone. It's just sitting there. We've been, we've been married for 20, 25 years now. And we're just tired of each other. We're just like sick and Every tired. Every little thing you do Right. Just yeah. bugs the shit out of you. You're like on your fucking phone recording. I can't wait for the weekend to begin. Like I give a fuck and turn a light on. Nobody can see because your fucking recording's all dark. You need a you need Reed the cinematographer to help you out. You just said you're not that on bugs messenger. Bugs the shit you, out of you. Oh, sure it does. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not on messenger. I'm more active than Tony is, but um, I I routinely you know I'm busy doing shit. And 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 so I miss twelve hours, and I come back, and there's forty new posts. What's your point? I don't know. I don't. I don't remember having a point. Oh, the, the we're past our our um, honeymoon phase. The honeymoon phase. Are we getting a divorce? Are you saying? Well, no. I mean, I'm. I'm. No, bad boys. Y'all need to go on a vacation. Get divorced. That's what I'm checking. Yeah. Just making sure. Y'all need to go on a, a vacation together again. That's what it is. Is that what it is? We need another road trip? Yep. We need to hang out again? Yeah. You just, just no, they find a picture on Facebook, though, of us. Uh, I believe we're going to the pool, and Tony was rocking the motorcycle boots with his trunks. Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> that should be just like, if we ever made t-shirts like we promised, that would be, that should be the cover. <laughs> the PC logo in the back. <laughs> We ever I said got a he's got a t-shirt screening uh, machine at his work. I just not, I got to figure out how to fucking send this logo to get it done. Yeah, that's cool. You know? Some t-shirts, yeah. I uh, I gotta I gotta take a leak. I'll be right back. Cool. Okay, because we took uh, <laughs> we took that long. <laughs> let's we'll not go back. before we start hitting record. Let's maybe I should go now before we start recording. Uh, uh, yeah, at this point, we just restart everything. It's like we haven't actually started. We haven't done. <laughs> haven't talked, I know. I tried to do an intro. I think, oh no, no, we got it. Yeah, we got it. Well, let's just keep going because fuck it. Sure. Really, he's going to the bathroom. We don't hear loud ass clicking anymore. It's the championship. Everyone, everyone else get the nitty gritty. They want to know who's going to. Yeah, yeah, they do. So let's talk about something else first. Who do you got? Uh, I think Donaldo is going to make the big gamble tonight and yeah, and take it from everybody. Yep, and take it. That would be amazing. Yeah, you know, I think you want to see that just to piss off Art too, though. No, I want Donaldo to finally get on the damn podcast and stop bitching out. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So you're saying Angie has no chance and Reed has no chance? Oh, they have a chance. Just not a very good one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Got. You. So if you were a betting man, you 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 putting all okay. your chips on Donaldo. I would I wouldn't bet on anyone. Fuck. So buddy. um, bet on anybody. Okay, let's just let, let's, let's listen to Harley because we weren't talking about that thing. We sorry, sure I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I'll 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 wait to tell a funny story. And he's still talking. He's just like that guy's like, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, guy. And you start talking again. Go ahead, guys. I didn't mean to run up. It was just something I was going to say, but I'll wait till you guys are done talking for me to say it because I don't want to be the asshole. Exactly. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't want to be a dick. Yeah, so go ahead, whatever you were going to say. And he's still continuously talking for another five minutes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now we're just trying to figure out. Fonzo was trying to get me to bet on who I think is going to win. And I ain't yeah. a betting man. That's why I'm oh, on, this, I'm on this side of the table. We'll get extra points. If, if, can you guess what Tony's going to guess on what he's going to guess on what he's going to pick? <laughs> yeah. Zone first. Guys, we, yeah, the, the Patreon money is going to go to uh, uh, get Harley a better cell, t- cell reception at his house so he can use it for his internet and stop using his hotspot. Because he wants to improve his hotspot by using another hotspot. Yes. Here's the problem. Well, yeah, I no, I don't now need to get another hotspot. <laughs> I need to get a cell phone booster. I need booster. to trace bust a well, buster. You, you already have one. You have one. You're gonna use your hotspot to boost your cell reception, and then you're gonna jump on to that for the. He's end. gonna put a hotspot. I'm gonna use a. I'm gonna you get a cell phone a booster hotspot. to boost my hotspot. Device. Basically, he's gonna put a hotspot on the roof of his house, and then a hotspot on the inside of his house, and the hotspot on the roof talks to the hotspot on the inside, and then the right. on the inside. Now you're talking. See, so he's just. It'll be like a mesh network, but with hotspots. It's a hot hot spot. Oh, there you go. It's a hot hot hot. A hot hot, hot spot. Yeah. That's right. Muy caliente. That should work. Eventually, should work somehow. Mm-hmm. Daisy chain. The you know what? You, he never sounded any better when he was at the golf course, and he didn't have that typing problem because he didn't type. Because <laughs> I was on a Chromebook. That, that's why. And yeah. he didn't eat ice cream when he was at the golf course. That was the best. That was the best. That was, that's the best version of Harley. That was the best of times. It was the best version of Harley. A great. He had great internet. Didn't eat ice cream. Didn't type loud. And he kept their district because he had because he had to leave. Remember? That's right. Yeah. Were, were, was our listeners listening back then? I hope so. Kind of. <laughs> I know. You know I know. Angie wasn't, but Art, Tony, were you guys listen? Or Art, Reed, were you guys listening back then when I was I'll tell recording? You them the... to... I'll tell you're waiting for them to answer you. <laughs> no. <laughs> you just, you just have them right my, now. my ass may be dumb, <laughs> but I ain't no dumb Chime in any time, guys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Boy, call call in now, sure, live. Sure, are quiet yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? This is like Dennis Hopper said in Speed. You know, interactive TV. I mean, you could put something on Messenger and ask them. Ask them if they remember you being in the golf course recording. Well, no, I'll just wait till they listen to the podcast. Okay. Yeah. TV right? comes. Look at that shit. The hell is that? We can do that. We can do that. You see, nobody's telling any extras, right? None, none but none but you. No, you did. You just posted a bunch of shit like a couple hours ago. What the fuck? Yeah. So I, yeah, I'll start with Stand by Me. Amy wanted to show crew. Show them a little, That's a classic. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she was like, "Hey, I used to watch this when I was growing up." Um, River Phoenix. River's name after River Phoenix, the actor. And Stephen King wrote the novel, which I forgot about, which was cool. Um, and Boys in the Hood obviously steals a lot from this, <laughs> you know. Um, after the death of one of his friends, a writer recounts a boyhood journey with his friends to find the body of a missing boy. Great acting by all these kids when they were kids, man. Corey Feldman. I mean, this kid, this motherfucker wasn't everything back in the day. But I mean, yeah. everything. Jerry O'Connell was good too. River Phoenix and Will Wheaton's, um, the relationship is really good too. Um, also, Bradley Gregg, which is funny enough, when I seen him, I'm like, dude, that guy, that guy looks very familiar. 
And I'm like, I just saw him in Midsummer Scream. He was at the panel for the Nightmare on Elm Street 3. He's in uh, Dream Warriors. And he plays Eyeball Chambers, part of the Cobra gang. They're, they're giving each other tattoos with a razor blade. It's, you know, you got the classic uh, chopper sick balls in the movie. Um, it's kind of jarring to see the little kids smoke. We've got to explain to the crew that's what they used to do back in the day. They didn't know any better. They go out leaving, going camping out in the woods forever, like just different times, right? Um, uh, I mean, it takes place like, what, in the 50s or something? So, uh, yeah, Mike Kiefer Sutherland is a bad guy. You know, he's always great as a bad guy. Um, Ace Merrill, yeah. He, he almost type. he almost like, uh, uh, typecasted himself as the bad guy in the early 80s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. I think I think he really sealed the deal when he was the uh, the vampire. What the fuck movie? I can't think of it now. Um, Black boys. Um, yeah, yeah, and everybody was just like every chick was just rubbing. I mean, they were just in love with this motherfucker. I mean, they were just dying for him. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an hour twenty nine minutes. It's got that great story about the pie eating. I think like it wasn't until he did. One. <laughs> 8.1 IMDb right now. Right, that's um, fucked. Yeah. You can't hear us? Tony, you there? You're yeah, I'm here. I'm here. And my, I, I brought up Stand By Me. on It's me. It's not you guys. I brought up it on IMDb, and my internet's just crawling the fuck along. Okay. Yeah, if you guys... Uh, yeah, if... Uh, I'll just make myself scarce. I don't know if it's internet's cutting out. Every time I talk, he's talking. Talk. I can't tell <laughs> it did, what's what going funny. on. It is pretty funny. I feel like, it, you know what I mean? Like, I'm cutting out, so he's just talking over me, or he just likes talking over me. I, I can't. I don't understand. I don't know what's going on. I'm not typing super loud. He's typing to us, too. Yep. We we we, we gotta hold hold on because this whole one megabyte is gonna fucking take forever to bring up IMDb for him real quick. But yeah, Stand by Me is a classic. You you know if you haven't watched it, you you know what are you doing with your life? You gotta watch it. Um, motherfuckers gotta watch it. Motherfuckers uh, gotta it's a watch classic. It. You know, yeah, kids. You know, it's a cool like coming to a story. You know, it's just um, it's a really well written story. Well acted. Just seeing beautiful like Oregon. I think it's I think it's filmed in Oregon. Some of the scenes, you know, with the train tracks and everything. It's really cool. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give high dollar for a Stand by Me. Really good classic movie. I'd buy that for a dollar. And then I just uh, what was it? Just I think this morning I was rewatching uh, Avengers Endgame. I got a I got a hot take here. I got I got to rant a little bit here. Ooh, oh boy! All right, Are you guys listening? Hold on to your butts. Yeah, um, Harley, Harley. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about or what the <laughs> fuck movie you saw when you fucking watch Avengers Endgame. Let me fucking tell you right now, this is a modern masterpiece of, of filmmaking, like of nothing we've seen ever. All right, the just the callbacks alone for movie fan MCU fans of all these movies, all of them. Are just fucking fantastic. From mind your left, when Spidey, when Captain calls Spidey Queens, um, you know, when Iron Man strangers, it, it just, it's overwhelmingly how impressive it is. The little callbacks from going back and forth between the characters, and and you've watched all of them. And granted, it's been a long, a lot of years, but for some, they're still fresh in our mind. So when we see characters interact, and we see you know different stories, or when you watch the you know the time, uh, 
the time heist and we see him in all the different movies. It's like, yeah, it seems like, yeah, I remember that. I remember this. It's just fucking really well done. And then when we get to the goddamn last battle scene, I don't know. What the fuck? Are you asleep, Harley? Or is your, check your fucking pulse at the door. I don't know what is wrong with you when that fucking scene is happening. This, I have so many emotions going on in that fucking scene. It is ridiculous. Seriously, like, I don't know what, I don't know what movie you were watching. I don't know if you were like falling asleep, you needed some coffee, you ate too much goddamn ice cream, cause you need to rewatch that shit, cause you were fucking out of your stupid ass mind. I don't know what the fuck you're thinking, like when you watch that movie. You need to rewatch it. And if you don't watch it, don't ever watch it again. <laughs> cause I- I'm seriously lost. Like when I'm watching that again, I was having a great fucking time like I watched it the first time. And I've seen this story like three, four times, and it was still fucking great holding up. Cap grabbing Theo and and Thor yells at him. He says, "I knew it." When he wields it, Avengers assemble. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? When Spidey comes, when, dude, when Iron Man finally hugs Spider Man, he's fucking typing right now. Has the nerve to fucking type when I'm fucking trying to talk to him right now. You better listen, motherfucker. He's fucking trying to type right now. Don't you type right now? You put your hands away from that goddamn keyboard. You listen. Dude, when fucking Iron Man finally hugs Spidey, that's another callback from the fucking other Spider-Man movie. Yep. Dude, this is a fucking Slater if I've ever seen one. 2019 it came out. Movie. It's still the number one movie that I've seen this year. It's, I mean, it's in everybody's fucking top one. If it ain't, I, I'm, you know, the th- tell me a better movie you saw this year. I'll yeah. fucking wait. Cause well, can't. the thing is, and I, and this is what we were talking about last time. Um, it, it's more, uh, it's more akin to a season finale of a series than it is a movie. And so it's really hard to compare to movies. You know what I mean? Like a season finale is something that's on screen, you know, like, but you can't compare it to a movie. That's what this feels like. It feels like, like the MCU has created a new genre of entertainment. And it is like you can't compare it to a movie. It's it's not it's not the same. You can't duplicate. You can't do it again. I mean, they might no. try to do it again, but they can't. You know, right. the fact that they even had to get Spidey from Sony and cast him. You know, yeah. have his own yeah. movie. Have him be in Civil War and Avengers and Infinity War and Game. You know, the fact that they even everything happened. The fact that all the actors were still together. Nobody had a fallout. The fact that everybody was still. I mean, think about it. When you watch it, everyone's there. Yeah. Right. Falcon shows up, fucking Black Panther shows up, Tom Holland, Spidey, Doctor Strange, right? You got Teenage Groot, he, he meets up back with Rocket. I mean, it's, dude, it's, dude, and that fucking scene with Thanos when they're fighting, are you fucking kidding me? It's, it's just so bad. It's like, every, like, comic book reader that was reading this, or even fans now, like, young kids that grew up, dude, they grew up watching this, right? When the first Iron Man yeah. came out was 10 years ago, That's a good you know? Point. And they grew up with these characters, and they watch it, and they watch this, and it's just, it's just a, a special type of movie. Like I could, you know, like you said, it's a great. That's a great way of saying it. The season, but but it, they were all they were all individual movies, you know. And it started from Nick Fury talking to Iron Man at the very end, right? I want to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative and going back and uh, and it was Stanley's last cameo, which was, you know, it's like that's the other thing you can never do that, right? Every movie had Stanley, and this is the last one he was in, um, which is another special thing. Did you, uh, did you see the toy? Sorry, my internet's not working enough. Um, did you see the tweet from Stanley's daughter about Disney? Nah, I heard something about it that it? she's trying to get a cash grab yeah. though. Like I've heard, yeah, there's drama. No, no, no. Her. She just insulted him. She just, she just said that they were 
Oh, that, uh, right, right, right. right. So she said that Disney, uh, they uh, they treated Stanley the worst, right? They didn't treat him well. Yeah, yeah, they treated right. him poorly. Well, then other yeah. people are saying that she's just trying to get a cash grab, because or something like she's well, she's trying she to get trying money to grab? from. Her. Like, like, I, 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 she I trying I, to work, man. She's not, she's not live off her fucking dad's name. Right. Like she was trying no. to live off her dad's well, name. Well, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah absolutely. I'll be the first to say you're right. I mean, it's possible. Yeah, for sure. So it's it's just one of those. Not sure. But it also would, you know, I would tend to believe that Disney doesn't give a shit about Stan Lee and they're more interested in his material, you know? Hey, yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, won't, it, I won't it, interrupt your rating. Yeah. Well, no, like I'm saying, I, I just, I'm just dumbfounded when I'm watching, I was just having a good time and I'm just like, I just felt sad for you. Honestly, at the very end of it all, I was like, if you can't have fun with this movie, you really lost your passion for enjoying movies. You know, you need a re- you need a reset. You need a fucking. No, that's not true. I I love movies. I, I love movies. We'll talk about you know homework and extra. I mean, I I mean, I mean, like I know, but I'm saying when something's universally loved like this movie, and I get it if you're fatigued or whatnot, but I mean, you have to admit this is this is a special special movie that can never happen again. You know what I mean? At least in our lifetime. You know what I mean? You mean just, I was? Took, I just felt bad for. Her. I mean, I'm like it took the greater is, part of. I, I, it could never happen in our lifetime, in the sense of it took 15 years to create a bunch of movies in a big franchise that came to a head, or so to speak, head. Like that couldn't happen in our lifetimes. This one happened in 15 years. You you I, make it seem I would hope to live for another 15 years. No, I'm not. I'm not arguing that it was easy. Um, it was... It, be, it What's the word I'm looking for? I think Disney was incredibly smart. I mean, Disney is probably one of the smartest business can go on, especially entertainment. Like, nobody can top Disney when it comes to savvy business from an entertainment standpoint. Everybody has, has, I mean, you know, we got Netflix has done a fabulous job realizing, you know, we got the, the, you know, the companies that have made billions of dollars and and sold, you know, the, the Napsters changed the way we look at music from an entertainment standpoint. Disney has changed the face of the movies and by i mean you know we forget that they bought fucking star wars right i mean that was the first huge like yeah we'll just buy fucking star wars franchise you know Uh, like it or not the the business move was huge it was a giant investment that happened yeah, we know, we know. I don't know, what, 15 so, years ago, 10 years ago. My point was it was an incredibly smart move. Right. Because everybody everybody goes and sees these fucking movies, right? right. The, the, enjoy the, them, unlike you. The model is the, yeah, well, not necessarily enjoy them. Lots of people fucking hate on, on since Disney bought. I mean, we've even oh, talked, sure. you, you got burned. Yeah. I think the yeah. last Star Wars, you were like, yeah, that's kind of boring, yeah. right? 
that's a Star Wars one. This, this yeah, yeah, but my, so I mean, my point is this: so, better better. so Disney Disney did the exact same thing with the MCU. They let another franchise create it. They realize that it's already big, but they're going to make it with their marketing campaign and their franchise branding. They're going to make it the biggest thing. They didn't the really. World. They didn't really and need they, Disney. They, all you had to do was put Marvel Studios, and you didn't really need Disney behind them backing them up. No, I would. I would they argue Disney have is, have is, them in their theme parks and be able to have all the rights huge. to everything. No, nah, do you have Marvel Studios up there? You yeah, but it's, it's all it's about now. You bring up that Marvel Studios logo in the very beginning; they know they're going to fucking watch a great movie. They don't. You don't. Dude, you don't have to see. It's the all Disney about movie. hype. It's all. Dude, about these movies. Hype. You see one trailer, you, you, dude. Like they say, Doctor Strange. Marvel Studios. Okay, I'm gonna go see it. That's it. That's people's reaction. Then you have to see a trailer. You just know it now. You know what I mean? You you can just put the potion that said Doctor Strange at at Comic Con, and people are like, oh shit, new Marvel movie done. I'm already there. Right. They th- they say new Marvel movie, not new Disney movie. Thank you. Like you have a different yeah, but reaction. It's Disney that has, that has I don't think Disney did shit. I don't think universe. Disney created Marvel. Marvel created Marvel. Like Marvel finished MCU. Disney, Disney doesn't Marvel. seem Marvel Studios theme park. They want fucking Avengers walking around Disneyland. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Disney I don't think Disney can take the credit for the success of the MCU phase 1. Yeah, Disney just wants the, their all the Marvel movies in their Disney streaming services. They were smart to buy them so that they can profit off it, but the creativity, yeah. the, the 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 world building of the MCU and all the connections and callbacks—that's not Disney. That's Kevin Feige. That's yeah. That's right. The Russos. That's else. Yeah, yeah. The hype. The the Disney has the clout and the the money to hype it up, but they didn't need it. Marvel yeah, didn't about. need the hype. They 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 they, they, they had a hype trip on their well. own. Yeah. yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy came out and nobody knew who the fuck they were, and they and did well. You know, they didn't say like, "Oh, hey, from Disney Studios, Guardians of the Galaxy." No, they yeah. just said Guardians of the Galaxy. Check this shit out. You know, talking tree and a talking raccoon, and it fucking did crazy money. Yeah, I mean, it. it, it, it I don't associate Disney with Marvel. Like, it's it's always a yeah. oh yeah, that's right. They Disney owns Marvel, but. Um, yeah. You go to Disney, and you're like, "Oh shit, that's right." They don't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Even right. I don't Star think Wars. about Even it. No, you know, you still you still see Lucas films in the beginning, you know, and you see the the, the title crawl. So. This is interesting. I, I go I Google uh, MCU on Wikipedia. Tell me if I'm coming in clear. Um, yeah, I Google MCU on Wikipedia, and Phase One. Is Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man Two, Thor, Captain America: The First Avenger, and Marvel's The Avengers. Phase Two is Iron Man Three, uh, oh. The Dark World, the Whatever, Winter Soldier, that, Guardians so of the was, Galaxy, Age of Ultron. Right. It was Phase One, Phase Two, Phase Three, and all of that is is one like series, and it ended. Why do they consider those movies Phase Two? Oh, I don't remember. And then Phase Three ends not with Endgame, but Far From Home, Far from home is which great. doesn't make any sense either. And then Phase Four says Black Widow, The Eternals, The Legend of the Ten Rings, Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange, and Thor. And then uh-huh. Unknown Phase is the second Black Panther movie. 
which I can assume would be Phase 4. So when did Disney buy MCU? When did again all those movies oh, no. successful? Fucking even even if it was Phase Two, two Three, One, it don't matter. You know. So. Yeah, unfortunately, there's just no history. Disney buys Marvel in 2009. The only movies that came out before Disney was Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk, which there's just there's no data is not good enough to argue before or after. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's know. a fucking Slater. I mean, it's it's just a fantastic movie. I mean, it's just brilliant, so I don't know. I just feel sorry for you. You didn't enjoy it, so sorry. <laughs> uh, but also, so I went in the theater today and checked out a movie that my buddy Scott and his girlfriend was with him, Liz, and I was like, hey, uh, you guys aren't doing nothing. It was a 450 showing of uh, Ready or Not, a horror mystery thriller. And they're like, hey, we went to that maze of Midsummer Screams. They were down. Ten minutes later, they're already at the theater. Like, Holy shit, you guys must have been close. So, yeah, um, directors Matt Bet- Bentinelli Open and Tyler Gillett. And I think they go by the name as of Radio Silence, the two of them, which is kind of interesting. Uh, uh, Sorry, Samara Weaving, Adam Brody, Mark O'Brien. A bride's wedding night takes a sinister turn. When her eccentric new in-laws force her to take a part in a terrifying game. If you look at the cover, she's got a, like, a, like a bandolier full of uh, bullets and a big old gun. And every family member has a different type of medieval weaponry in the cover. Um, yeah, you see her. She's If you guys remember her from The Babysitter, that Mick G movie from, on Netflix. She was in Mayhem with Stephen Young from uh, Glenn from The Walking Dead that Joe Lynch directed. And she was in a couple episodes of Smilf. She's Australian. She's kind of like, uh, like Margot Robbie. Um, so yeah, she's, um, she's just getting married and she's, uh, excited. She's getting into a huge wealthy ass family. So of course they joke about like, oh, you only marry me for my money, yada, yada. Um, just warn you, you know, my family's just gotten this, gotten this wealth from, um, board games and other, and other such things like that. So when they finally do get married, the, the, the dad asked her to come over here in a round table. He's like, hey, starts giving her the history of, her, of his grandfather, like what he used to do, and yada, yada. And they came, they got this franchise, teamed up with four different sports teams, and was able to licensing things. and give, And give But they most of their money came from board games and things like that. So she's like, hey, you know, every family member's done it. Every family member that's come in has to play a game. Whatever game it is, that's what you got to play. And she starts laughing like, what? This is fucking weird, but sure, whatever, you know. Uh, one of the guys was like, yeah, I, when I got it, I got Old Maid. And he's like, what the fuck is Old Maid anyways, right? I mean, it's totally cursing throughout. It's hilarious. It's it got dark. It's it's super fucking gory. The dark humor is fantastic. Um, she gets she gets the card that says hide and seek. So she has to play hide and seek. But the only twist is the deadly game of hide and seek. <laughs> She's got to survive. She doesn't survive. The family members, something can happen to all of them. It's just, it's just a weird kind of subplot. But so the moment she's hiding, she's like, what the fuck am I doing? Really? She comes out. Someone tries to shoot her, and it goes from there. And it's just fucking crazy. This big, huge house. She's trying to survive the night. Um, at the very beginning, they play this little like. I wonder. If, I wonder if it'll. We do a YouTube search crew or Tony for um, uh, ready or not um, hide and seek song. See if it plays. It's just this funny, quirky little song. They they drop the needle on this record, and it's playing while she tries to hide. Coincidentally, it's the same song that was being played in the maze when we were trying to hide. Oh shit! Um, yeah. So so when we heard when I heard the song of the music I'm like, oh shit, remember that? Wants to play a game. 
Oh, there it is. Here, check it out. So picture that song in the montage of everybody grabbing yes. weapons, an axe, a crossbow, old ass, big ass elephant gun, and the and the father-in-law's handing it, handing it to the aunt, to the brother-in-law, and uh, and that song's playing. And she's going to try to hide somewhere. It's fucking nuts, dude. This movie was so much goddamn fun, dude. It was a blast. Uh, she's awesome in it. Um, uh, everybody else around it is great too. Like the, like I said, the humor, the gore. It's such a quirky, like different, refreshing something you hadn't seen. That's you know, that's like familiar. You're like, okay, you know, like oh, I've seen this before. You're like, no, you kind of really haven't. You know, I mean, you've probably seen like, you know, Hard Target where they're hunting somebody, but never like put it in, in this form where it's like a, I mean the whole movie she's in her in her gown which makes it hilarious um and she was she was awesome and she was like a heroine I'm like you know what would be cool at Monster Blues if someone cosplays as her with a wedding dress the bandolier these yellow chucks it would be amazing and everyone would be like oh shit you're fucking um what was her name she played a Grace I believe yeah Grace oh man it's a uh, dude the humor the gore it's a good time. Like if if uh, I would have known it been this good, I would have signed it, you know. But I definitely, I definitely think you guys would have a fun, a uh, good time watching it, um, especially with the, with, the, with your with your lady friends. Um, so, ready or not, high high dollar. It was so much goddamn fun. I'd buy I that it. for a dollar. Cool. You guys ever seen the trailers? I or? saw I saw the trailer. I've I was interested in it. Now okay. I'm def, def, doubly so. Okay. Yeah. I think you only have a good time. I mean, it's just like, you know, it's just, I mean, it's, it, it just works, man. It's just a good time, you know? Cool. <laughs> Don't take yourself too serious, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's great. I loved it. All right. So I think that was it for the extras, right? Yeah. Do you want to um, talk about the boys? Yeah. So, okay, real quick. I just, I finally finished it, um, you know, uh, eight, only eight episodes on Amazon Prime. Really quick, I love the take on the superheroes. Uh, it makes sense. Like some would probably fucking dirt, jerks and dicks and you know abuse their powers, and uh, and some definitely do. And uh, the ending really got me. I like I remember me and you talking about it, Tony. And you're like, yep. what could happen to certain character? And the way they did it just totally was like, oh, this is an interesting take. It's gonna the dynamic between these two characters now can you know. Um, it it just changed their um. How do I say it? Like, I'm trying to spoil it. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, but definitely. So it's a it's a good watch. It's an easy, quick watch. I mean, like I remember telling my supervisor about it, and he told me just this early in the week. He said he binged it over the week. Like, oh yeah, dude. He's like, oh, nice. that was fun. I had to watch it. So yeah, if you got Amazon Prime, definitely, definitely give uh, the boys a chance. It, it's you won't be disappointed, you know. Um, like I said, different take on the super the superhero genre, um, and just and just, um, just cool, I mean, cool special effects too. I mean, it, obviously Amazon threw some money in, on in, into the show, right? With like the effects and everything, because yeah, sure. it shows. So, um, yeah, I mean, you so you had seen you finished it a while ago, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you still feel the same way, right? I mean, you. Oh yeah, you, it's it's a fun show. It, it was a lot of fun. I left it. Uh, excited for the next one, and I think they're working on it right now. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, I think they're already working on it. So yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah, definitely. That season one, high dollar for sure. I'd buy that for a dollar. 
Okay, before we move on, I just wanted to read something real quick that I found on the Wikipedia page for the MCU. In March 2018, Patrick Shanley of The Hollywood Reporter opined that the key differences between a regular franchise, such as Fast and Furious or Pitch Perfect, and a shared universe is the amount of planning and interweaving that goes into each individual film. It's all too easy to make a film that exists solely for the purpose of setting up future installments and expanding the world rather than a film that stands on its own merits while deftly hinting or winking at its place in a larger mythos. That's kind yeah, of... Yeah, I mean, yes. you have to throw a ton of resources. You have to throw a ton of writers right. at an MCU movie because basically what you want is a writer that's going to be involved with the writing of the script. And he he or she is going to... I'm going to tell that writer, okay, I need you to go back and for 24 hours straight, just watch old older movies and come up with smart ways to bring back that movie. You know, just a, a little wink, a little ode, a little, you know... I think, I think it's more than that. I, I think that's what, that's what standard franchise movies do. They go to make the sequel... And they have someone to do that. In the MCU, I think they planned out 10 movies ahead. So it wasn't a, you know, instead of looking back, they were planning right. forward. Yeah. And I think that's what makes, makes them different is that they had a lot of planning the, the bigger story at the beginning as opposed to trying to figure out what kind of story to tell, you know, in the sequel and not really having a plan of where everything's going to go. I think that's what makes it different, and that's I think that's what everybody really, really enjoyed and really felt. Um, but I just I, I was just reading through the Wikipedia, and that that kind of it, that summed up what we've been trying to say is that it, it's different, and and the shared the shared universe is different than just a franchise. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would tend to agree. I mean, you know, use the I, I think. The closest example, like you pointed out, is the Fast and the Furious. I mean, we've got, what is it, nine movies now? Um, you know, and while they're sequels, they're, and, and that's the difference, is they are just direct sequels. Or, you mm-hmm. know, or the Bond films kind of thing, you know. Um, but they're, they all stand alone. The, the Fast and the Furious movie, they all stand alone too. Um, but they have a tendency to try to, give a little wink to the previous films. But the truth is they all work by themselves. And I would say watching Endgame, um, and even, you know, it's like I was talking about uh, the the third Avengers. Third? Yeah. Um, I was like, oh shit, I forgot. Like, I can't remember so much of these storylines and these characters come and they go. And I'm like, I don't remember... Their, their sort of origin story and there's a lot of that and it it's kind of a important. good point because it it, it 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 makes the movie in some ways and it probably hurt endgame for me a little bit because a lot of those references i didn't get well it's and mm-hmm. i've been trying to compare it to like a series right and if this is who goes and watches a series finale by itself right you watch game no. of thrones season finale before without watching you know 80% yeah. of the previous episodes 
that's not going to make sense. And maybe yeah. that's kind of what you're kind of uh, hinting at is that well, end game, you can't really enjoy it by itself. I'll, I'll say this. And in, in you're right in some aspects. And in, in, in some aspects, you're wrong. <laughs> you're right in the sense of there's some of it I miss because there's a couple MCU movies I haven't seen. I haven't seen uh, uh, the the female, the last one, the um, um, Captain uh, Marvel. Captain Marvel, right? I haven't seen that one, and I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy two. I think those are the only ones I haven't seen. Um, do I still have the tab open? You see, Ant Man and Wasp. Yep, yep. That was it was boring. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go through. So I haven't seen Far From Home. Um, I've seen Endgame. I haven't seen Captain Marvel. I've seen Ant-Man and the Wasp, Infinity War, Black Panther, Rag- Ragnarok, Homecoming, uh, Galaxy of the Galaxy Volume 2. I haven't seen Doctor Strange, Saw It, Civil War, Ant-Man, Age of Ultron, Guardians of the Galaxy, The Winter Soldier, Dark World. I've seen all these. I've seen all of them, but two. I'm not obsessed. I've been superhero fatigued for five years now. I watch these movies because I do, because I'm supposed to, I, I, you know. Um, but um, so, so what happens is, you know, the events of Ant-Man and the Wasp are largely forgotten because the movie was terrible. And so I forgot a lot that happened in it. I can't remember what happened in Iron Man 3. I don't remember shit from Age of Ultron. Um, Homecoming was fine. That's because you're, you're old, bro. I mean, come on. Because I'm old. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I think that's, Fonzo, what you were saying earlier about me feeling bad. And I don't, I don't, you know, if I was in your position, I probably would too. Like, I, that suspension of disbelief, it, it, it the movies feel childish. They feel they feel okay. Hold on. First off, we're not letting you fucking review that movie again after you shit on it, and I gave it a Slater. I mean, that's that's just ridiculous. Was no, just the, the, what I'm saying right is like, the the childish. like. What are you talking about? They feel they're, like they're a comic, comic book. Like I don't right, read. They're comic supposed books to. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, who reads I, comics, bro? Young adults, teens, right? Like who reads comics, right? Adults, young adults, teens, right? You got to get to everybody, right? Everybody I mean, wants read to be, the everybody. Comics in the fifties super. Corn, everybody is I mean, in touch with their inner child, except Barley. That's, that's exactly I, it. Yeah. Yeah, he's a grown-ass man. Like, <laughs> he was fucking trying to bash it again. Fuck. I'm like, dude, yeah. no. I already gave your time. I rewatched it. You rewatch it and tell us how bored you were again. Then you can have the mic. Until this I, point, no. Hey, bitch, I up. didn't I'm bring right. it up. Tony brought it up, okay? Yeah, I didn't yeah, bring he it did. up. He brought I, a good point, though. He's I didn't bring it up so you could talk again, though. I was just, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, well, next, time, next time you want to say You're something. Fucking boring me to sleep talking about it again. I'm like, oh, it's this and that. Like, what are you talking about? Like, Next time you want to say something response to something i say and you don't want me to respond you go ahead and let no, me know i'm responding to your response your of your review that's what i'm responding to i'm like no, tony i'm not just talking brought, about you tony didn't ask I'm for your response that. he just he just told you he was like making a statement and you decided to fucking sorry get on your high horse again and start talking again. it's like no 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 let's squash that shit right the fuck now you know i like this movie and then have to review i hate it it's like no we we we, we listened to that people were totally confused from your review let's just Let's just relax, all right? Let's move on to the actual homework we got. Yeah, if you were confused, 
so I can review it again and let no, you no, clarify you. it for no, you. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think you knew what the fuck you were talking about. I guarantee you go back and watch it. It's like I love to see Harley do a commentary in his own review. He'd be like, "What the fuck was I talking about?" Uh, you know those um, those that YouTube channel that does like uh, everything I everything good about so and so movie and everything bad about so and so movie. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? And they have like yeah. a, um, they have a counter of all the good things. Oh right, right, right. Right. That's what we need for Harley's review. So I'm gonna go through and like exactly. have a counter for all every time he gives it a positive, and then another yes. one for all the negatives, <laughs> right. and see. And then and the, end, it the end it should come up to a third zero. rating, right? And if it's <laughs> it's perfectly zero. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have your own. You have your metric system. You gave it to him. It wouldn't even matter. Like he wouldn't. You know. Oh man, I, 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 my, my metric system is like trembling in fear of. Oh, exactly. You would. Yeah. You would just jump out the window, Tony. You'd be like, I, I just. You'd rip yeah. the paper up. Like it's so easy and basic. You remember you wanted to make an app about it. It's like. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Be, it's like it's still possible. It just, <laughs> he would end the app just be, after hardly one movie. You'd be done. You're like, yeah. I don't know how this works anymore. Mm-hmm. Your algorithm be like be confused. Yeah, yep. Oh man! All right. But what's the coming? What's the coming attraction, Tony? What do we got? Based uh, based on the graphic novels by by Mike Mignola, Hellboy caught between the worlds of the supernatural and human. Battles an ancient sorceress bent on revenge. Hellboy from 2019. Man, 5.2 on IMDb. Ouch. Yeah, what made you want to? Uh, what made you want to pick this one? Uh, it's new. We haven't seen it. <laughs> you know, it's Works a, for me. There you go. An easy pick. <laughs> um, I've I've liked the previous Hellboy uh, incarnation. Mm-hmm. Um, I was curious about this one. Um, anyway, so it it, it worked. Uh, to to fit in the homework slot for this week, and it seemed like it was one of those that might have different. Ta- All three of us might have different takes. You know, it, it, it's it's not easy to predict, and so I was like, "That's perfect for the game." Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well put. Yeah. So who is this fucker? Mm, who is Hellboy? David Harbor plays Officer Who's Hopper in Stranger Things. There it is. Oh damn, that's him. Yeah. Wow. That's some that's some heavy makeup on him because I could do not see his face in there. That's a good job then. Yeah. Yeah. Because because when hell when Ron Perlman was Hellboy, you could still see fucking Ron Perlman's big ass head. Yeah. Exactly. Fucking exactly. makeup, you know. You like yep. that Hellboy Ron fucking Perlman all red, all pissed off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So the movie. Um, it it. Well, I wonder, I'm got, curious about this one. Like, how did this come around? Right, because we already had one. Guillermo del Toro wanted to make a third, and uh, I'm I'm guessing the movie studios didn't want to lose the rights, so they figured, hey, before we lose our rights, we better make another one. We'll recast it. You know, hold on to the rights, and uh, quickly, quickly made. I don't know how quickly they made it, but they cast it and made this one. Now they still have the rights. So I've seen that before right. with like other movies. Yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, why. curious. It, but, it, it definitely was a a, a remake reimagining. Uh, like a re, almost like a reboot, right? Correct, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it, it was hard to watch it without thinking about the previous storyline that I'm familiar with, right? Uh, and enjoyed. So, um, starts off with see Mia Jovovich 
as the Blood Queen. And I was like, oh, cool. She, that's that's right. She's in it. And I totally forgot that she was in it. Oh, and well, you then, have a thing for some Fifth, fifth Element. Yeah, so. exactly. Since Fifth Element. So I was like, all right, badass. Very, very cool, cool. And then, and then, and then I'm like, oh, shit. Was it just a cameo? <laughs> and they, <laughs> she just gets cut out of the movie just like that, right? Um, literally, literally, get literally cut out. gets cut out of the movie. Exactly. And I was like, oh, no. It, 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 I mean, she doesn't have that much screen time. Um, but she, she came back later. Uh, I don't know if how much of a spoiler. Do we care? Do we care about this spoiling this movie? It's a five point two. It is new. Like how how far do we take our spoilers? Yeah, I uh, I I don't know. I don't I don't think anyone's seen it in the Messenger, so I don't know if they know. Right, right. Um, is it a major spoiler? I mean, yeah, no, no, I mean. No, 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 not really. I was just because I said that she came back, and within the first five oh, minutes. Oh, gotcha. Like, yeah, yeah. You, yeah you, I guess it doesn't really spoil because you see her in the trailers, I guess. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. That's the thing. I never saw the trailers. Um, okay. I saw yeah, I saw a yeah, teaser. I saw a teaser, but I didn't see a trailer, so I didn't know she was in it. Oh, okay. Um, or shit, shit. I don't even think I saw the teaser. I think I just saw like clips here and there and heard about it. I don't <laughs> think I actually sat through the teaser. Um, <laughs> so, so anyway. Yeah, it it was kind of fun. It was fucking gory. Holy shit! Like so much, so much rated R. It was like right off the bat, the narrator says something snarky and drops an f bomb. I was like, "What? Cool. All yeah, right. Like, oh, okay, let's do this it." A, okay, yeah. I was like, "All right, buckle your seatbelt. This is the kind of ride we're going for." I'm like, "All right, I'm exactly." Down, let's go. Yeah, it was it was snarky. So I was like, "All right, cool." And it's a, and, it's and a tone right away. Yes, yes. And I was like, "Cool." Done and then and and it was gory. It was gory as fuck. I was like, fuck "Cool, yeah. bring it on!" <laughs> and and yeah. it made it fun for me because um, I feel like were the other one were the other ones PG thirteen? I think so. Like I don't remember seeing that right. much yeah. gore in the previous ones. Let's see, two thousand four. Is that the right one? PG thirteen. Yep. Yeah, PG thirteen. Okay. So, so yeah, so that's right off the one, a uh, quick way to stand out, you know, make yours R rated. Uh huh. Um, you know, and it, it worked fit. for Deadpool. Maybe they fit. It worked for this guy. Yeah, yeah, because and it fit his character. You know, he's 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 from hell. You know, he's he, and he's got that attitude, um, and it worked for him. Right, to me, it, it it seemed like it fit the character more to be cussing and you know just have that, um that attitude that he just carries around, um, which was fun. It, it was fun to see. It was fun to see his fights get, you know, uh, supersized, uh, the, the giants, like that scene with the giants. Um, oh man. So yeah. So, you know, I think God of war, right. And it reminded me of, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I could see that though. I could see it being like, a but, God it did, of war. But, I, uh, but I was watching, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to totally use a God of war joke, but <laughs> it, it, did, it did play out like God of war though. I mean, it did. It, it oh, did absolutely. Die, so. But I enjoyed God of War, so I ain't, had a, yeah. I ain't got a problem with this one. So I feel like you were having a good time with this, because so was I. Yeah. So there's Neil Marshall. I like David Harbour. I thought he did a good job. I like the look of Hellboy, this look. You know, he's swole, mm-hmm. um, but he's not like, he doesn't have like a belly, like like Ron Perlman. He's right. still got the big the right hand of doom. You know, I like the way the horns were shaved off. Those look a little different, too. I liked, um, uh, like they said, the horror rated. It's funny because like at one point when they show the monsters coming up the hill, it's like little trolls. It almost looks like a level of like World of Warcraft. You know, it's like a yeah. one of the entry level entry levels yeah. where it's just smaller ones. I'm like, what the fuck are the big ones? Right, we're like scary looking ones. And then at the, towards the end, we get some 
big ass motherfuckers yeah. in there doing damn. I was like, okay, there it is. There we go. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for that. Um, yeah, um, yeah, dude. I was having a good time with this too. Yeah, I, I like the um, there was little like hints and callbacks to the, to like the different. Uh, they, they had vampires, um, you know, like there there was different types of monsters that we're used to and they they were in it which is cool you know it's, it's a world of monsters where men and monsters you know share the the universe so it was it was cool to see it um that that, that was fun uh there was one like the like the one of the main plot lines of uh the, the what was it rocksteady's character um is it Rocksteady or is it Bebop? Who's the... oh, no. Oh, you motherfucker. I was going to use that Bebop joke. You son of a bitch. I was probably going to say her partner, Bebop. Oh, that's fucking funny. I get, I oh, get that, and, that, and, that, and that fight scene was badass, too, when they were yeah. throwing down. Yeah. Um, uh, but, no, okay, so the, so the Bebop character, I don't I don't know what the – no, I need to get the actual name of the guy. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, – It's called Bebop, right? Um, everybody, if you, if you if you watch the movie, you'll understand who we're talking about. Um, but his uh, his uh, character that that you know how he, he takes the form he takes the form of of you know how he took the form of the the baby, right? That I saw that in Troll Hunters. Like it, it, so it, so it's an, it, that's a, that's a known, like a monster. It's a known thing out there. It's a known, uh, uh, type of monster that exists in, 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 in the lore. And so that was cool. I, it, I was, I was having fun, like noticing that kind of stuff. It, it was, I was having fun with it. You know, what can I say? That's what I'm saying, dude. That's how I was too. Like the rated R, he's like, some dads give their kids Legos. Like, you know, he, I think he's overcompensating for something. He gets some the big ass gun. You know, he's still smart Alec, you know, mm-hmm. down and out. Uh, uh, you know, he's he's like, he goes to that wrestling match to meet with his buddy, and that shit doesn't go down well. Um, you still got the Bureau. Ian McShane is just great in that fucking role, at Professor Broom. Um, I thought I thought he I thought he's always great. You know, like, you see him in John Wick, and you see him in this. He just has that knack. Nah, he's got that voice. He's got that charisma. So it works perfectly. Well, but the only thing I think was, like, the girl, like, the the. I don't know. If she was a clairvoyant. What was she? Right, the, the clairvoyant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Her, I don't know. Her just her look bugged me. It was like she was like she looked like she was white, but kind of almost had like blackface painted on, or like, you know what I mean? Like black. She has this unique look. Like she had these dreads and and uh, she just looked odd. Oh, she looked different to me. I don't know. I was kind of like, just commit. Are you one or the other? I don't know. You think that was whatever. makeup? You don't think that was just how? Well, maybe it was her, but like I said, it just looked she, <laughs> maybe that's she just... reminded me. That's her she reminded me of another man. actress, I guess. That's why, you know. Uh, okay. I, can't, I just can't pinpoint right now, but that's what that's that was a problem. But that's like the only really complaint I had. I mean, another time, dude, when the action kick in, it was fun. Yeah, the healer cool. Um, and so, yeah, man, dude, I was, like I said, I was yeah. having fun, so. Uh, yeah, it's fun. Oh, the Baba Yaga, like that, that one, oh, gross, oh, shit. the freaking oh, witch scene, oh my, and, oh, the, and the walking, the walking house. Was that was like fucking walking. funny. Yeah, that was badass. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I was, enjoy, I enjoyed that, yeah, because Baba Yaga is, is a known, another known, like, uh, monster from lore, or, uh, like, it's, yeah, the uh, Boogeyman, yeah. The Boogeyman, yeah, yeah, Funny yeah, enough, they make, they mention in John Wick. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I think is fun about it is that it included all these little things, and so it was a lot of fun. Uh, we haven't heard a Absolutely. peep from Harley. So. 
Like he's well, already been partied, I've, so don't worry. I dropped off and then oh. <laughs> I came back about, I don't know, three or four minutes ago. So because I disappeared and you guys started recording without me, I was like, great. And then, so I didn't want to interrupt in the middle of you guys talking. Perfect. You guys didn't even know I was back. Oh, so I didn't oh. want to. Hey, turning on new leaf. So, um, yeah, I, I got the. Both of you kind of enjoyed it. Um, uh, I can't hear you guys. You guys keep cutting in and out. I don't know if. I don't know. Uh, can you just hear keep, me? Okay? Just keep going. Keep going. Okay we can I hear you. Record? Keep going. We can hear you. Keep going. Okay. All right. Cool. cool. So. Uh, uh, oh, man. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> this is my favorite review of his of all time. Lock it up. Perfect. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> And one megabyte hanging in there, sound like Pac Man. He was sounding good. And this franchise, we'll call it. I'm sorry, Arlie. Like, you sounded great until you didn't. Until you got all Go for it. Turn into peanuts. Parents. <laughs> Fantastic, dude! You cut out right at me. Okay. <laughs> oh god. So uh, it's a tough sell for the franchise because you got a lot of of hardcore niche genre fans of Guillermo del Toro and what he did with the franchise, and that was, I mean, in some ways, the anti. Hero, he, he Hellboy is, of course, you know, the son of Satan, whatever. And what Ron Perlman brought to the screen, um, a lot of people think remember very fondly. Now, ironically, IMDb only gets a six point eight on IMDb. I don't know what the sequel is, um, but, but with the sequel, um, and I'm gonna, uh, I had it up, but now I don't. And, you know, Tone, or Fonzo, I overheard you talk about um, Lead, what's his name? Uh, and I had a good time with him. I thought he was a fine, um, a fine Hellboy. Um, why am I, why is he not on uh, David Arbor? Uh, he's very good at it. Um, it was, an, I, I, I'm, I was happy and I was, I was glad that they made it. This is a rated R character, so let's give give it a rated R rating. You know, oh my god, no. Look. Um, so Neil Marshall hasn't done any, hasn't done a lot recently. If you look at his, Um, but obviously his origin with this movie, I was kind of tuned out and kind of what we call program programming. Um, at the same time, there would be scenes that would bring me back. There would be some of the action, a lot of the action, because it's so over the top gory. It was like, uh, it was like watching a train wreck. You just had to watch. Right. So there was several of those moments where I just kept going back the problem is, is, is from 
feel like from a screenplay standpoint, the movie is a hot mess. Like I couldn't track what was going on. Like it, it, it was so, so obscure. I, I, the, the, the story is completely forget, forgettable. What they did with uh, the blood queen. It felt so cliche and, and I don't know, like it, it, it didn't register with me. Um, and so when they were explaining the storyline, I totally tuned out and I was bored to tears. Um, a lot of the humor that, that they brought um, between Ian McShane and David Arbor worked. And I chuckled out loud several times. I mean, the bad jokes like quit while you're ahead. Like I genuinely laughed out loud because it's so bad. It's good kind of thing. And, you know, I think in a lot of ways, that's sort of the point of the movie is, is to be insane. You know, I mean, obviously the gore is, is over the top. Um, Am I still coming in? Can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I, I struggled with it. I, there was part, parts of it I liked, and then there was parts of it, again, bored me to death. And they, they, they didn't even track. Like, I, I had a hard time, like, hard time following. Um, but then there'd be some, like, ridiculous gore. You know, I, I, at the end when the monsters, when the apocalypse was happening and the monsters are, like, trudging through the streets of London... I was like, yeah. I mean, I was like a kid in a candy store. You know, we were talking about yeah, being yeah. a kid again. I was, was like, yeah. I was like, you know, like spearing people and shit. I was like, this is fucking, this is insane, right? I'm having a good time with this. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you what the movie's about. Like, <laughs> like I, I'm fucking clueless. Um, it, you know, I just remember some bad jokes. Uh, Tony, I get what you're saying about the, the the one girl, the support. You know, we have this sort of two. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying he keep. You know, it's from like the other ones. He keeps the peace, right? He works for the bureau. Of, you know, the supernatural. He's trying to keep monsters and humans apart, and say you know, save the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, and and he's got the two sidekicks, which of course are minorities because we got because that's what Hollywood has to do. We have to throw a minority in every goddamn movie, and they have to be a main character. They have to be backup. So we get the the Chinese dude and the black chick. It's like I get okay, fine, I get. Um, there, it, it felt like it felt like a Hollywood studio. And I right when I came back, Tony or maybe it was Fonzo brought up. Um, uh, uh, Deadpool, right? And the success of that rated R franchise, and and how they've they've sort of um, they've made a a comic book niche, you know, superhero comic book movie, but for adults, you know, for Generation X, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and and I feel like Hellboy's like the redheaded stepchild to to the Deadpool. Like Deadpool works on multiple levels, and Hellboy worked this Hellboy worked on one, one level the over the top gore and violence, and it's it's got a little bit of humor in there that works. I think those are the two strengths. the The action was, I mean, the action is the action because of the gore. Um, 
but you know, it, I, I, I could, I tuned out whenever they're talking about origin stories. Like I, I'm clueless as to the origins of the, the other two people. Um, yeah, but then that's why you fucking missed the whole fucking story. You missed what the hell's going on. I don't know what the fuck is with the arm. I can't remember that. It's been like ten plus years. So when they start yeah, explaining yeah. what's going on in the movie, that's when you tone out. <laughs> Hello. Um, is that when you tone out? That'll work. Nope. <laughs> oh, I heard that. Hello, hello, hello. Fuck you, internet. Oh, fuck you, internet. Some days, some days you work, but most days you don't. Hello, hello. Where's Tony at? I gave it a low dollar. Oh, you're there? Hey, he gave it a low dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Of course he does. I don't, I'll take it. Well, I just, I, I love he kept saying he wasn't, you know, he, 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 he started programming, wouldn't pay attention. And he goes, I don't know what's going on in the movie. It's like, maybe if you fucking paid attention, you would know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> I'm like, really? Yeah, but I was like bored. I was bored when they were trying to, to develop characters. I was bored when they were. Yeah, so then you program, not pay attention. And then when you're watching the movie, you're like, I don't know what's going on. So whose fault is that? Like, I don't know. No, I get it because I, I always say like the movie needs to make it, like keep me interested in the story. You know, if if a movie's good, I'm gonna be paying attention when it's explaining things. Um, I mean, I got it. I I, I was there. I was paying attention. I have, I guess, a better attention span than Harley. Um, but for me, it it it. it worked on the same levels that we've been talking about, but I like all the callbacks. I like all the, the different um, call outs to different monsters from different genres. And, and um, like, I mean, Excalibur was in this. I was like, what the King Arthur and they even, they even call it out in the, in the, in the narration. I was like, yeah, King Arthur, King Arthur. Yeah. That King Arthur, you know, like Merlin's in it. And you know, it, it was cool. I, I enjoyed it. So it gets a, it gets a high dollar for me. I'd buy that for a dollar. Man, say the same. Throw that money in there for me too, man. I'd buy that for a dollar. Bam. Cool. And I like the end too, how they kind of tease a little something else at the end. Yes, yes. At the far end, like the, 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 it had a stinger. It definitely had a stinger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. I was like, yeah, I'd be down for that. Mm hmm. You know? Yeah, it was cool. All right, is it time? I believe so. This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Kelly. This is your buddy Art. And... Donaldo. This is Nalo. Good luck, everyone. All right. I get a recap of uh, the points real quick. Shit, this Hello? is gonna be difficult with Harley not being able to talk. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, uh, did he have to reset himself or something? 
I did fucking see another extra. I remember now. Oh, all right. Well, while Harley fixes his shit. Should I do it right now then while he's doing that? Until we hear from Harley. I think he just dropped. Yeah, he dropped off the call. Okay. Uh, Go for it. Okay. So I checked out Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, I mean, wanted to oh, see it. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's on HBO. Have you seen it yet? Yeah. That's on okay. the theater. Hey, you talked about it, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah that's right. You saw Waco. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, story of legendary rock band Queen, lead singer Freddie Mercury. Um, my only, like, really complaint was that uh, the the rest of the band didn't get really uh, that much shine on it. But, you know, for being... That's a common cr- criticism yeah. of it, yeah. With, with stuff like this, yeah. So th- so that, you know, so for that, I'm like, yeah, I can't really fault it that much because the movie would be, like, four hours long. You know, they <laughs> got to... Trying to cover their whole life and career under two hours and 14 minutes. I'm like, all right, I get it. So, so I just got to get the cut, um, cutting room floor. So I get it. Um, but yeah, but shout out to Ram, Rami Malik, man. He was fantastic as Freddie, man. He he was just, uh, uh, when you see younger pictures of, of uh, Freddie and you look at him, you're like, damn, man, that was some really good ass casting. So yeah, he sure. did really good. Um, hearing, um, I mean, hearing the music, of course, you know, hearing it come up. Um, the way they finished it with Live A2, which was, was fantastic. And they put, like, three sets. I mean, they actually, like, sold you the concert. I thought it was an interesting take, but it worked. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, but just hit me Bohemian, man. And, like, the, and the other, and the other little meta thing, too, which was really cool was, uh, having Mike Myers play a character that kind of turned, turned down Queen. Um, and, and, and then, you know, going back so many years earlier, where he's playing the character Wayne. And Wayne's role, and they're yeah, playing Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, yes, you know, fast uh, forward awesome. all these years later, and going, "Hey, would you like to come in?" You know, but the movie at Queen, he's like, "Yeah, sure, of course." Like, you know, where do I go? Um, so I thought that was really neat that they they had um, casted Mike Myers for the for a certain quick part. Um, but yeah, just a tragic life. Love Freddie Mercury, but just living his life to the f- very fullest at the very end, and um, um, very emotional at some points too. I mean, I see me and get a little misty eyed at some points. But uh, yeah, I I um, I don't know why I kept help, um, holding off on this. But once it finally hit um, uh, HBO, it was easy to you know get to it, navigate, and watch. So we're like, oh yeah, and and Reverend Reagan were at their friend's house, so I was like, this is perfect. I actually, had time uninterrupted to watch it. It was really cool. And funny enough, the I don't know if we talked about this before, Tony, but the basis he was the little kid in Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. Do we didn't know the Dicky? Yeah. So yeah, that's the, so this Bohemian Rhapsody is definitely high high dollar for sure. I'd buy that for a dollar. Harley, you there? I came back a minute ago, and all of a sudden we're talking about Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm confused. Uh, Fonzo uh, forgot an extra, and you dropped. So uh, like, just so he was just like, "Fuck it, let's let's do that." Yeah. yeah. Oh, perfect. So go ahead. No, oh, he just gave it a dollar. Go ahead. Go I ahead to nothing. you. I can't talk. I, my fucking internet keeps cutting me out. Like can you I can you give just... us the standings of the game? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Um, what do I have here? Art thirty nine point five. Reed thirty six. Angie twenty nine. D twenty three. All right. So. Art's killing it. He's got he's got three points, three and a half points on Reed, uh, uh, ten points on Angie, and fifteen points on D. Uh, the gambling paid off for him, and uh, yeah, so, 
There you go. Cool. All right. Let's find Good out. Work. Yeah. Hey, guys. This is Art from Cali calling in with... <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. <laughs> it got me. <laughs> wow. The worst. Hell, boy. Impersonation ever. For the movie <laughs> Hellboy, which was picked by MCP, I heard a lot of crazy shit about this movie, and I finally saw it, and I just thought it was fun. It was a fun movie, a lot, of, a lot of gruesome fucking kills for me. Hellboy. The only thing, <laughs> this is a straight-up comic book movie, the one I think Harley would hate. What the fuck is he doing? <laughs> Did he say... I, I, what he's imitating? Like, what is he? Who's, who's, know, who's he imitating? Internet's fucked or his calls fucked? Like, I can't figure out what's going on. <laughs> so, but I think the visuals will help for Hellboy. And I'm going to say, straight across the board, Donaldo. Donaldo. And I'm betting half a point. <laughs> hey, motherfucker. If me. Me, Arjo Jackson. Call. Oh, 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 oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right, Wait a second. I'm confused. Okay. And I'm the one keeping track, so we gotta, we gotta help me out here. Sorry. He Donaldo. That it? was Art, right? That was Art from Cali. And he from Cali, very airy Art. <laughs> <laughs> and you two gave it a dollar as well, right? So he got Correct. all three, right? Yep. All right. All right. So he just got some serious pointage. All right. So he got four points for the ratings. He got a point for the accent, for the airy accent. And he gets a half a point for the gamble, which is going to add to his half a point. So that's four, five. So 5.5, 5, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 45. So he's up to 45 points. Cool. All right, next. That's a that's a big lead. So. What's going on, bad boys? Hope everybody's okay. I have to do this one super duper quick because I have to go to my family's house for dinner. But anyways, this week's going to be a little bit different considering the movies. Uh, Hellboy. Um, yeah. Well, this yeah. totally fits in with Tony. Hey. Not... Yeah, was that an accent? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is he trying an accent? It sounds like he's doing a voice. This totally fits in with Tony not liking movies, so I think he's going to give this one a pile of shit, and same with Harley, give it a pile of shit. And I think Bob's going to give it away. Wow, okay. The time. Jackie Brown only saw. Nope. What, what did he say whoa, about Fonzo? Whoa, 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 yeah. He literally is just the big squadoosh. Yep. You know what? I, I like the accent. I'm going to give him a bonus point for the <laughs> accent. So he scores one point for a total of 24. Um, Come on, Donaldo. He, I was betting on you. Not a smart <laughs> bet. <laughs> All right. Next. Hello, boys. I'm calling in my homework for this week. 
I'm calling in for Hellboy. I'm going to say that Alfonso is going to give it to Dola. Harley is going to give it a waste of time. MCP, a waste of time. Now, this being the championship round, and uh, we're going to go big or go home. Go! So I'm going to bet 10 points. Go! Mm. Mm. Nah, wait a minute. Fuck it. Oh. Why not? It's the whoa, fucking whoa, final whoa. round, right? So I'm huh. going to bet all my points. Oh, no! No, no. Before oh. the second movie, you're going to bet all your points? You, you, oh. You're right. She did. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, yeah. This is the only one you can bet on, so fuck. Right. And, uh, because fuck. Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? <laughs> Uh, is that it? Now. Yep. That's it. So Angie's down to one point. Oh, she gets <laughs> she gets one point for the accent. Because I'm going to give the point for the accent after the gambling. <laughs> That's fair. It's like, oh, like it's like when you overdraft on your on your bank account. It's like, all right, yeah, got to reorder yeah. <laughs> the reorder thing. So next week she can, or I'm not real sure. Donaldo, well, this is the last solid round, so and a solid second place with 24 points. Angie, yeah. the distant third with one point. Mm-hmm. So it's it's between Art and Reed. All right, here we go. Good right. G'day, bad boys. I'm uh, just being a generic Australian, because um, obviously today, uh, Fonzo went to watch Rhea Not and uh, Crikey, he, uh, he bloody loved it a bit with uh, with Samara Weaving. She's uh, she's an Australian treasure, let me tell you. Anyway, <laughs> she uh, truly is. Hellboy this week. Um, Harley's going to give this film a dollar. No, he's not. Scratch that. He's going to give it a waste of time. Yeah, fucking waste of time, this beauty. Um, Tony, he's going to give it a pile of shit. And I'm going to double down on that beauty. And uh, and Fonzo, well, he's going to give this film a dollar because he can't possibly be be that mean to a something that's attempting to be a horror film. Uh, And I think I remember him saying he put his gamble at the end. Yeah, at the end, which the bottom line is it doesn't matter. He's going to lose it. Because no matter what he gambles, he's going to lose and... He's there's no way he can make that up as it is right there's no Correct. way he can make it up in the next movie yeah which makes this difficult because it makes Jackie Brown pointless pointless so we need to next time this happens we need to mm-hmm. review and have them so what uh, what needs either... to happen is the the gambling movie needs to be the extra on the championship week. Yeah. They have to if go. we're going to review those first. Right. 
Yeah, that's a, t- a, little, a little difficult. Or we just, monkey. right, right. Or we just review them backwards. We do the extra credit first and then do the homework second. We can do that, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. But it's something to consider. Yeah, I mean, you know, now there are points for Jackie Brown doesn't matter because Art won. Congratulations, Why? Art. <laughs> well, if we do it now, what I'm curious what would happen. Because all we have to do uh, is is review is is go to the next or next movie, why? and give them points whatever points they get for that one first, and then apply whatever they did. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right, but uh, I guess the question uh, is: can can anybody make up the difference in? a standard movie review, which is what, uh, no, cause you're only going to score six points, like six points. And, it's the most you can, the most you can score 20 points on everybody. So there yeah. you go. Yep. Yeah. Dang. Well, good, good job, Art. Congrats. Good job. Art. Oh, there you Congrats. go. Absolutely. We'll see, you next, <laughs> see you next yeah, week. There's no, there's no doubt about it that you were going to win. I had all the confidence in the world. I already knew. It's amazing that he look. He he had he did the smart thing and he watched the movie. Right. Yeah. That's what happened. Uh-huh. Like no one else saw the movie, and they mm-hmm. they they did what I did. They're like, oh, this is going to be all over the place, you know, between all of us, just based on you know not seeing the movie, just seeing the the trailer or the teaser. Yeah. Fun stuff. Cool. All right. Congrats. Yeah. We still got one more movie go. to review, but congrats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got piss break real quick. I got to piss real quick. All right. Lottie yeah, yeah. right. Dottie, we got the potty. I got no bother. We don't bother nobody. He's dead. I don't even know who you're talking about. <laughs> I just know the song. Slick Rick. I got to make sure he's dead. I know he's dead. Okay, party people in the house, you're about to witness something you've never witnessed before. Yes, it's the original human beatbox, Dougie Fresh and his partner, the Grand Wizard MC Ricky D. D. And that's me in the place to be. And we're going to show you how we do it for 85 Kick It Live, all right? Because um, I got a funny feeling um, you're all sick of all these crab rappers biting their rhymes because I'm their backstabbers. But uh, when it comes to me and my friend Doug Fresh here, there is no competition because we are the best, yeah. Finesse and press, which we prove. And y'all will realize that we are the move. So listen close um, so you all don't miss as we go a little something like this. Hit it! Oh, yeah. You know what? Lottie Dottie. He likes to party. Lottie Dottie. Lottie. Lottie. You know what? Y'all peep this. Lottie Dottie. We like to party. We don't cause trouble. We don't bother, we don't bother, nobody. bother nobody. Just some men that's on the mic. And when we rock up on the mic, we rock the mic. For all of y'all, keeping y'all in health Just to see you smile and enjoy yourself Cause it's cool when you cause a cozy condition And uh, that we create, cause that's our mission So listen uh, to what we say Because this type of shit, it happens every day, every day. I woke up around 10 o'clock in the morning I gave myself
of a stretcher I'm on and yawning Went to the bathroom to wash up Had some soap on my face and my hands up on a cup I said, um, Mera Mera on the wall Who is the top choice of them all? There was a rumble dumble Five minutes it lasted The Mera said, you know how you conceited bastard Well, that's true. That's why we never have no beef. So then I washed off the soap and brushed the gold teeth. You still have a volley because my skin gets pale. And then I got the file. I've never heard the full version. Oh, it's kind of fun. Yeah. I put the bubbles in the tub so I could have a bubble bath. Clean, dry was my body. And hey, I threw one my brand new Gucci underwear. For all the girls I might take home. I got the Johnson's baby powder and the polo cologne. Fresh like a million bucks threw on the ballet shoes and the fly green socks stepped out my house stopped short oh no I went back in I forgot my kango and then I dilly Dally. I ran through her I bumped into my old girl Sally. from the Dally. this is a girl plays hard to get so I said what's wrong when was this recorded is that what date this is just on YouTube and it doesn't say I mean, this is 15 years before, or 10 years before Biggie does hypnotize me. Right. I mean, talk about somebody way ahead of their time. Yep. Perfect timing. Yeah. Welcome back. It's fucking hot as hell. I'm gonna roll up in my window. It was like 90 today here. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty actually warm here too. It was in the mid to high 80s. All right. So we're going for the extra now. Let's talk about. Yeah. Yes. Like you, like you guys are saying. Yeah, we have to do this. The other way, I guess, right? Make it more yeah. exciting. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we can. You can flip this to make this part first, right, Tony? Uh, I I say we just roll with it. Yeah, just we, leave it for now. Yeah. Fuck congratulations, it. Yeah. Art. Yeah. You're the champion. 
Yeah, congrats, Art. The rest of you, everybody, you're probably going to stop listening to this. You don't. You're not even listening to this. You're already <laughs> ended. So doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, for, for the, yeah. For <laughs> this is this. Yeah, this goes out to Art for the one listening right now. No one, <laughs> no one, one cares. No, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Yeah, yes. so I've been on a, a Tarantino kick since I've uh, seen once upon a time. I want to go back and look at his. Um... I want to go back to look at his old film catalog and uh, just waiting for him to type one more time just to see. You think he'd have all these tabs open too beforehand, right? With I the closed them all because the internet, and, and so, so now I'm reopening them. them. And so, yeah. so, so, Fonzo, you got to learn. The sound of his enter key. That's how you know you can yeah. start talking. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you can't type at all, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the Tarantino taking in uh, uh, Elmore El Leonard novel. So normally he writes his own scripts, but this one he took Elmore Leonard's uh, Rum Punch. It kind of changed some of the characters around a little bit. Um, so it was like written, directed by Tarantino, but I said for the screen. Written for the screen by Tarantino novel. a middle aged woman finds herself in the middle of a huge conflict that will either make or profit profit or cost her life this came out in 97 this was his follow up to Pulp Fiction you guys remember that um, it was always tough act to follow exactly I was going to say what, what's he going to what, you know what's he going to do next everyone's all eyes on him right what's he going to do what's he going to do um, yeah and he brings us uh, Jackie Brown so how familiar are you guys with Jackie Brown how, is this like one of the ones in the filmography that um you guys go back to it all or seen like probably the one that you maybe only seen once at all if you've ever seen this? Yeah, just once. This was my okay. second time. Okay, yeah, this came out in Christmas in 97. So, yeah, I'd be curious if you take that because I'm pretty sure Harley's seen it a couple more times. I've seen it but, several times. It's, okay. it's um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I had this on DVD a long time ago and I've seen it. This is probably the, if I had to guess, fourth time. Okay. At least my third time all the way through, but probably my fourth time. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I was curious to see like MCP's take since this is his second time viewing it. And the first one was probably but way probably back in the nineties, would be my guess, right? Yeah, that was a while ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so revisiting, what did uh what did you think of it? It's cool. Um it's a lot longer than I imagined. Like I shouldn't shouldn't have been surprised. I didn't pay attention. <laughs> um but uh, it's got that that non-linear storytelling. Why does he type when we fucking talk? That's what kills me. You know? When he talks, he can't type. I'm right? going to mute my microphone because Fonzo obviously woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Somebody pissed in his cereal. And so I'm going to mute my microphone while y'all are talking. Starting now. <laughs> right. Cause... He now thinks of to do that after we've told him how many times. He's like a little kid. You tell him not to do something, you know. Later on, he's like, he's like a genius. Oh, you know what I should do is probably mute myself when I'm typing. Mm. I think it was a little passive aggressive muting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. And then again, did you hear him have to explain it to him? Explain him. Incredibly passive aggressive. Just fucking mute yourself and shut the fuck up. Get out of here. I did mute myself. Get out of here. I unmuted myself just to. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Um. The, it had that non-linear storytelling aspect of uh, Tarantino. It's got the dialogue. It's got the Tarantino dialogue. Um, it felt not non-linear. I guess that's what I should say. Because Jackie Brown came on screen and then she was gone. I was like, "What the fuck? What the, what the hell's going on?" And then 
a lot of Samuel Jackson in the beginning. Right, and then there was a little Sam, and I was like, okay, so what happened to Jackie? But they like, I know that's Jackie Brown, so what, what, I totally forgot the plot <laughs> you know, from the, from <laughs> well, the first good. time. So, so, yeah, so it was good. Um, yeah, so they, they, they just give you a glimpse of her, and they're like, okay, she's important, and then nothing. Uh, then they bring her back, and I was like, oh, okay. So, there's, yeah, so the, they set up all the other characters that she has to deal with, Um and then Which I like the introduction of Samuel Jackson. This, you know, oh, it was great. I don't know if he plays a villain that often, right? We've just seen him as Nick Fury. We've seen him, you know, seen him in all these roles. So, right. Well, yeah, um, he's young. You know, he's he's a lot yeah. younger, and he's got a lot more hair. Very um, charismatic. Yep. <laughs> you know, he can read the shit out of Tarantino's dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was cool the, the the character building from the beginning, and then to, just to see what she's up against. Um, so the fact you know just, you, you could see how hardcore uh, Sam Jackson's character is, and then when she puts up you know puts up a fight, you're like, damn! So she must be that. This her strength is is highlighted by you know how they they built him up at the beginning. So that so that was cool, um, and and then it was just. Uh, it's kind of just a, a, a heist type of planning film. Is you know, it was kind of like a heist film. She's she's smuggling uh, money for for Sam Jackson's character, Ordell Robbie, Roby, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and, uh, and and the FBI or the ATF gets in the way, and they they're trying. And oh, everybody's trying to get Michael Keaton too. Come yeah, on, yeah, he was he was cool. So his, good, his, it's just uh, so good to see him like back then because he wasn't doing much. And then to hear him spitting out fucking uh, Tarantino dialogue, I was like, "Oh, this is great!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he was, he was on his bike. You know, he, he's a motorcycle. You know, he, he's oh, walking yeah. around with, with his helmet. Uh, yeah, yeah so they're, they're, it's cool. And and watching the heist play out, there the the two two the the three sides kind of trying to play against against each Very other. Very cool. And I'm, so you think they filmed it all in one, like, or in three, like, in those three cameras all in one time, like? So every time we see the scene from a different angle, it's the same exact scene from that other camera angle. You think? Oh, you wouldn't have done it like three times, do you? I, you know, I don't know. Um, I imagine it'd be better to do it just one time, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do it three times and they just do as many takes as it takes to make sure that they match up. Yeah, because every time I watch, I want to make sure they had the same mannerism, same everything. You know, like oh, here's your change or whatever. So I'm thinking maybe they just filmed it all, all one take, but but in three different angles. So they right, those different right. Shots, you know, yeah, it, it's really cool when, how they do that because it's mm-hmm. it's it's not it's like the story is from is has three different parties pitted against each other, and then you've got the multiple camera angles for each party of the same. Scene and then just replaying and revealing a little more, revealing a little more. It's cool. It's it's, it's cool the way he does that. Um, Absolutely. And then my boy Captain Spaulding as the judge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually recognize him this time. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like is that one guy? <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like a, uh, Scott Pilgrim. Scott, that's like exactly. Walker. That's exactly what I was going for. Uh, is that what you're going for? Oh yeah. Every time I say, "Hey, that, it's that one guy." Yeah. Every time. <laughs> He stops everybody too. They're trying, right? It's just like, hey, everyone looks. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, and Tarantino was famous uh, for uh, bringing like re- resurrecting Tra- uh, Travolta's career in Pulp Fiction, so everyone thought he'd do the same for Robert Forrester. But I also thought he, you know, he had uh, was doing it for Michael Keaton. Um, mm-hmm. And it was fun, fun to see Chris Tucker in the beginning too. Him and Samuel Jackson. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine seeing the whole movie with them together? You know, Dude. spoiler alert. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was just the like just the way like it was. We got the we got the classic Tarantino trunk shot. But just hearing them back and forth, like, man, I ain't going in there. It's like, motherfucker, I bailed you ass out. You damn well be getting in there. He's like, oh, I'm in there for 10 minutes. Oh, dude, it's just, it just reminded me of, like, how great, like, Sam Jackson's career is. If you look back, think about it, dude. He was, like, one of the highest grossing movies of all time, what, Jurassic Park. And then he's in the highest grossing movie of all time, right? Or if you just look at everything he's done, it's just. Damn, that's a good point. Crazy, right? Crazy yeah. amount of work. And he's so good as as Ordell Robbins too. Like you can tell, like he's playing a bad guy. He's mm-hmm. having fun, and he and he's fucking scary as a bad guy. Like when he gives uh, Bridget Fonda that look when she won't answer the phone, yeah. I was genuinely scared. I was like, "Girl, you better pick up that phone." Like, <laughs> you. I was like, "God damn!" You know, and I love how he explains everything to De Niro too. De Niro plays a fucking interesting character, right? He's that old sap, and he just kind of like he's got out of jail, but he's kind of like just going to flow, like whatever. But just the way he goes, man, somebody's got to just hit a bitch, you know? He's got to get a hit her in the mouth a couple of times. You'll listen. <laughs> you know? It's just like, uh, uh, I, I'm pretty sure. Right? He just, it, yeah. It works because the script has um, Jackson offing. Remember, we're spoiling the movie. It has him offing Tucker within like 15 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. And so now all of a sudden he becomes a proper villain. And it's right. it happens very early in the movie. You know, Chris Tucker is a huge actor in in 1997, and he's a cameo in this movie, and so it kind of sticks with you as you're watching it. You're like, well, that, "Oh, that's that, right." That goes with and, what I was trying to say at the beginning. Is like mm-hmm. they they set him up the character that Jackie Brown has to go against, and like he's a badass character. Right? Yeah, so, he's a villain. He's, he's a proper, proper villain, movie right. villain. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Keep going. And also too, like I, I I see it differently too, from when I was younger when I first watched it to an older man now, and kind of see it as the the love story between Jackie and Robert. You know what I mean? And just kind of like his um his choice of life, like what what he kind of wants out of life now. Yeah, um, which before as a younger kid I didn't care. I wanted to see the dialogue and the violence. So it was interesting to see it in a um, different take this time. And which was I interesting went, though, because he was saying like oh i'm gonna change careers i decided that night blah 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 mm-hmm. like, motherfucker you didn't change shit yeah he wasn't ready so until jackie walked in yeah. and the ending is so abrupt too it's just like it just lets me want to know like did he go you know what i mean like it's like <laughs> there is a weird um um uh ending there the, the top spinning that we don't get in tarantino films um this well, was unique amongst Tarantino films. Um, the way Pulp Fiction not, not exactly, like though. It's like scene before. It's like now we're, you know, we don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the ending's there. Like, you know, the ending's Jackie's there because the, 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 the story that is being told is Jackie Brown getting stuck. Like, shit, she's in, she's, she's in, she's in a tight spot. And, <laughs> the, you know, the, the, the ending tells you, the, it, it wraps that part up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if if we're spoiling it, are, are we spoiling it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah she gets away. Like, yeah. there's no question that she got away. Right. Yeah. So that story sure. is nicely, nice and tied up. Right. The romance the part of it is just 
cherry go with her. Right, right. That's different. Exactly, and that's, exactly. And I'm okay with that one being left to people's imagination. Yeah, but I, I want to, I want to imagine he did go. Yeah, cool. <laughs> you can, that's you know. Yeah. I like the C two Samus driving. He's like, "Oh, you like Delphonics? Yeah, they're pretty good." Like, <laughs> oh, you bought that tape at Sam Goody. Y'all remember Sam Goody? It, mm. It's the bad. Yeah, no, I knew that too when I was watching. I'm like, "That's Sam yeah. Goody." Oh, look at those! Like, wow, you buy cassettes and CDs still there. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that, kids. <laughs> um. You know, the interesting thing with Jackie Brown is it's, you know, Tarantino finds a genre, right? He wants to do, you know, lately it's been the Western sort of thing. I haven't seen um, the, the Hollywood movie, so I, I can't, I can't. Um, Everyone said uh, like, this is his take on black exploitation. You know? Exactly. Well, not only does it, it's his take on black exploitation, but he uses an actress from the, from the genre, you know, yeah. and, and she's so good in this. I don't know if it's because it's easy for her. I don't know if she's that good of an actress. The 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 chemistry that she has with Robert Forrester is so good. Um, it 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 addresses the um, not not only the mixed race issue, but it's the opposite of what we typically see with a black male and a white female, <clears throat> like Samuel Jackson and and uh, Bridget Fonda, <clears throat> but we see the opposite with a powerful black character woman and then sort of a meek and modest um, Robert Forrester. And she walks in the door or she walks out of fucking jail and it's like a bad eighties, uh, uh, you know, romance where he falls in love at first sight. Right. And they even address it later on, you know, fall madly in love or maybe that's a different movie. I'm thinking. So, um, yeah, it's a different movie I'm thinking. So, um, he, he, he's drawn to her. I mean, there is an aura to Jackie Brown. I mean, mm-hmm. and Pam Greer plays Jackie Brown to an absolute T. And I, I think it's the combination between what Tarantino writes. It's smart. It's not a stretch. It feels believable. It, mm-hmm. these are characters that, feel like they're there they could be there it's not you know uh there's you don't have to have a suspension of disbelief you know you brought up robert de niro's character i mean 1997 fresh off of heat i mean de niro is 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 absolute king of the world and he plays this cameo small little role at the end where he gets offed i mean he plays a total coward in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Which works because the, the scene with Bridget Fonda in the parking lot, it just shows like, no, he's an ex-badass as well, not to be fucked with, but you didn't know that until now. Right. You know? Um, right. There's just, I, I feel like this one, Pulp Fiction, is kind of the height of Tarantino's career where he didn't make, mo- like, I feel like after, like, early 2000s, late 90s, it, it was kind of like, kind of like it happened with uh, 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 the Kill Bill franchise. It was like, yeah, let's let's just let's just let Tarantino write dialogue for two hours, for as many hours as possible. The the he he had officially become, uh, you know, Hollywood untouchable, and and it was largely because of this 
Jackie Brown because of Pulp Fiction. Even Reservoir Dogs, I know it's I know it's early, but it sort of identifies him as is a, a brilliant filmmaker. Mm-hmm. But he's, with- he, yeah, he's still he's still on point in this one. It's it's not it's not quite up to the Pulp Fiction standard, and and I think it it gets lost in the Tarantino. Uh, anthology, so to speak, because it is sort of just this ode, ode to black exploitation. It is this, you know, just kind of genre film between, like you said to Tony, it, it ends up becoming kind of a heist film. You know, if you're not really feeling it, it can get a little lengthy at the end, um, that kind of beginning of the third act. Um, but I think, you know, it, it's it's sad in a sense, like if anybody else made this movie, They'd be like, this is the best film of his career, his or her career. Like, this is absolutely, yeah. this is a historical yeah, this film. One's not really too, this one's not really too flashy with, like, you know. It's not. It's or, not. It's low-key. It's the, mellow. heavy soundtrack, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so, funny enough, the bar they, they go into, the Cockatoo Inn, um, mm-hmm. Amy's uncle used to own that. Oh, well, that's crazy. Yeah. So I feel like if anybody else had made this movie, They'd be like, this is the greatest film of this his or her career. Because Tarantino did this movie in kind of better just a few years before, this one kind of falls by the wayside. But the truth is, this is just as good in so many ways. It is an absolute brilliant film. Um, you know, everything works. Like you said, Michael Keaton bringing him back. You know, I mean, De Niro is, it's just a supporting role, but it's like, he's getting stoned with fucking Bridget Fonda. And she just looks over him and says, do you want to fuck? And he's like, yeah, yeah of sure. course. Yeah. You know, and then, and then Samuel Jackson's like character. He looked like, he looked like, he looked like Keitel. Oh, yeah. At some point, he looked really like Harvey Keitel. Like, I wonder if that's yeah. a you know, role. Maybe, like, maybe we kind of, yeah. They could have pulled yeah. that off. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man, they do such a good job of her being so annoying when they're walking back to the car and, she, and he can't find oh. it. And he like, just keeps, like, stuttering on himself, like, shut the fuck up. And then and then at the end, Samuel Jackson, he's like, why didn't you just hit her? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, you'd have to kill her. You could just done this. Yeah. Fucking oh, hit her. Like, I thought that was yeah. I think this is probably Samuel Jackson's greatest performance. Because he is the film, right? I mean, there's no Jackie Brown without Samuel Jackson. I mean, I know Pam Greer is obviously the, the lead, but Jackie Brown would not be this movie without Jackson. I mean, right. it is because it, the, the movie was written for him. It, it is it's untouchable because of him. Um, it, it's it's just a perfect um, perfect role for him. Go ahead, Tony. Um, I was just gonna say that it's the movie's about these two characters, Jackie Brown against Ordell Roby, and they're both have the ability to turn on the charisma while selling a story, and mm. to one group of people, and then turning on that same charisma and selling a different story to a different group of people, and they're mm-hmm. seemed just as believable and just as charming, and then at the same time they're able to turn it 180 degrees and become badass and put a gun in someone's face and and you know take control like that that is the characters and these are the actors that made it happen well and if you're not paying attention that sort of end of the second act when when um Jackie is playing both sides mm-hmm. 
like a lot of Tarantino films, if you're not paying attention, you'll 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 be like, wait, what? I'm confused. What's going on? And this one has that. You got to pay attention. This is not, you know, um, uh, you know, just mindless, boring. And and I think that's where, unfortunately, some of the the more recent Tarantino films is the the script is second to the dialogue and sort of the the you know you get the um the, what's the the latest the last western where everybody's just sitting in the cabin you know um the the script i can't i can't tell you what that movie's about but i just remember it's got the classic tarantino dialogue of people sitting around and talking shit and of course he gets all of his all the actors and actresses that he's had in his career, plus some more. And so it works because it's a Tarantino film. Jackie Brown works because it's a really, really good movie by itself. It has the Tarantino little nods, so to speak, the cliches. It has a glimpse of the feet at the beginning of the movie, but it's, it's not overdone. You know, the movie takes place in lots of different places. There's lots of dialogue at bars and living rooms, and you know, at malls. And we, the movie goes all over the place. So, in that sense, the scope is 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 plenty big. Like Django Unchained, you know, it's just this big, epic, you know, thing. In, in that regards, compared to some of his smaller films, but um, it yeah, it's tough. It, it it's it's a it's a perfect film. But it's not Tarantino's greatest film. And so you, you kind of end up grading it on a curve. So I, as I was like finishing it up and I was like, I was like, this is a borderline Slater, borderline super high dollar. Like, you know, again, if anybody else made this, it'd be an automatic Slater. You're like, this is a perfect film. Uh, but because Tarantino is such a talented actor and we are talented filmmaker. I'm totally this, with you, dude. Uh-huh. And this okay. isn't his magnum opus. You, you end up almost giving do. it a high dollar. So yeah, some yeah. people do put it up there higher in their in the filmography, which is interesting, you know. And I and I would. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm gonna pull up his IMDb real quick because my internet seems to be working right now. Yeah. So did you give your review, or Ray uh, Harvey, or Tony? No. Um... No. Or, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, it's it's you it's definitely a dollar. Um, I feel like, yeah, I don't I don't think it it has a potential potential for Slater for me. Um, the dialogue is great, but I, 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 I don't see myself going back to it. Um, uh, you know, on my own, <laughs> it would have to be assigned again. So yeah, so it's still it still was enjoyable. I'd buy that for a dollar. Nice. Well, you Harley. So yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stand by what I said, and I was I was right. 1997 was Jackie Brown. He waits another five years, and that's when I feel like his films stopped becoming. They became Tarantino films first. He makes the Kill Bill franchise, and then several years later, he does the Death Proof. He does Grindhouse. Um, he does the you know the death proof. Inglorious Bastards is again his his uh, take on a genre, but again it becomes this. It's a Tarantino film first, 
and a World War II drama second. Um, it, it, and then Django Unchained comes, comes you know, a couple of years later. Mm-hmm. By now, we're, we're, you know, 15 years, to, uh, you know, 10 years later. Um, and it's Boy, so... Nothing, you know, we were, like, all anticipating what was going to be his follow-up to Pulp Fiction. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, and and the truth is, Jackie Brown is a fabulous follow-up to Pulp Fiction. I think time has been kinder to Pulp Fiction because of because of the internet and sort of the memes and and, and that kind of stuff. Um, but in, in 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 a lot of regards, Jackie Brown is 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 more refined. I would say in some in some aspects, the pasting is a little better. Um, it's 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 like um, it's like Midnight Marauders to low end theory, you know. Um, okay. Yeah, that's a okay. that's a fucking amazing analogy. I just <laughs> I just compare. <laughs> you get two year old more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the truth is, I Jackie Brown. I love watching Jackie Brown, and again, I've seen this movie. You know, this is probably my fourth time, and I've probably seen Pulp Fiction. Actually, a time or two less than I've but seen. That's Jackie the thing, Brown. right? It draws you in. Like I already know what's going to happen. I remember everything. I mean, I don't remember. But everything, it's still, but it's it still works. But I'm sitting there watching it. Yeah. So Nike, I'm giving it a Slater. Yeah, I'm going to give it a Slater. That was a fu- that movie. was a fucking movie. Damn. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah, and I was here Harley saying, "Is that that big name, Winston?" <laughs> I always remember that. Part. I was Harley cracking up at that part, man. Well, and and for how many years did I keep repeating? My ass may be dumb, but I ain't no oh, dumb ass. Oh, yeah. Always. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. I love Jackie Brown. And if I, if I was, if I was, uh, Max Cherry, I'd probably fall in love with, with some Jackie Brown as well. But she's a charismatic ass character. And we don't see that a lot in Hollywood, you know? And, uh, yeah, I think Tarantino did the genre justice for sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, there, I think there was a feature on the DVD where they're interviewing Elmer Leonard, you know, and he was just like, yo, Tarantino, you know, he asked if he can do Rum Punch, and he's like, yeah, I just got to change something. He's like, dude, it's your film. Do whatever you want, you know. I think the the, um, the, the actual book has, like, a, a white woman instead of the black woman, so. Mm. Yeah, he had his blessings and everything, so and he thoroughly enjoyed it, you know. Yeah, so let's see how they did. Yeah. All right, Not so. that it matters. <laughs> All right, so we're going to play them out of order. I'm going to save arts for last just to see. Yeah. Let me once. Jackie Brown only saw that movie once, but I really enjoyed it. But I think all three of you guys are going to give it a dollar. No, because you've yeah, only seen it once, my bitch. Picks. Take it easy, guys. Bad boys for life. Yep, you lose. Next. Although he might just end up finishing in second place. What? I'm going to call in the extra credit because I don't know how that last bit went. I might be going up, going sideways, going down. I don't understand <laughs> uh, how all this math is going to work. Coach. Hopefully it's, it's real easy for you, Holly. I'm sorry. But uh, for the extra credit, Jackie motherfucking Brown, I love this movie, so I'm just going to say... Easy. Triple Slater's double down, because, again, what the fuck am I going to go with that? Uh, 
<laughs> and uh, so there you go. At this point, congratulations to whoever fucking won. But uh, this was fun. I love the new game. Anyway, love you guys. Bad boy for life. Bye-bye. Awesome. Thank you. Hopefully you got some points there to redeem what you did. In the last she year. acts ironically. She ends up scoring a couple points because she, yeah. she gets doubles down on two of the three Slaters. Mm-hmm. Now she does lose the point for Tony Slater, but you know she ends up with four points. So she gets the accent or three points, excuse me. Well, four points in total if you count the. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? God damn! Start counting, motherfucker. Well, does it matter? <laughs> He's just thinking out loud. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Alright, so this one Ah, uh, crap have to restart it Get up, please Oh, here we go Be, be that mean to a, a, a Something that's attempting to be a horror film <clears throat> Hey, yo, this is the first This is the first time I've ever tried a Chris Tucker voice so- <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad <laughs> It's not bad. Not bad at all. Oh, shit. <laughs> you see how, like, you had to, like, like take a deep breath? Yeah, yeah. he had to, like, warm up. He had to wind up. He had to wind up his, yeah. his vocal cords. Why did I picture him, like, screaming at the sky, too, when he started doing it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, uh, we'll see how it goes. But, you know, he's hot, bitch, and he screams a lot. So, just quick, Chris Ducky, y'all. Uh, and I'm Jackie Brown, and, uh, well, Holly's gonna get a film, uh, he's gonna get a film Slater, and I'm double down on that shit, yeah. This <laughs> 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 uh, is awesome. Check out, double down. And, uh, Tony, well, he get a film Dollar, because, well, he didn't, just fine, you know, and, uh, well, Fonzo, he gets a solo slayer, and I'm gonna double down on that shit as well! Woo! <laughs> wow, he nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. I love when like, his voice is going down. He's like, oh wait, I gotta start yelling again. And his wife is telling him, like, hey, what the fuck is wrong? What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Are you calling in? Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Sorry for he fucking yelling. nailed it. Yeah, I did. Oh. <coughs> um. Okay. Oh, we got back. <laughs> I've just realized I didn't put my my points in for Hellboy. Anyway, uh, I'd like to bet thirty-one points for Hellboy, please. Bad boy for luck. <sighs> Wow, thank you, Chris Tucker. I mean, I mean, Reed. I mean, do you nailed it? I love how you like say this, is Chris Tucker. You know, you always gotta like, you know, mm. you gotta say the name again to kind of. You know, I, I think yourself. we would have fit well. I don't know. I wouldn't have had a hard time distinguishing Chris Tucker and Samuel Jackson there. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that I would have been able to tell. Well, he was really like was like really high pitch. You know. Yeah, yeah. It was Samuel fast, high pitch, and he screams. It's yeah. my beer. It'll get you drunk. It'll get you'll be fucking. You know, fat bitches in no time. <laughs> uh, hey, that's a way to go swinging right there, man. Getting the massive fucking points right there. That's not giving up, you know. Yeah. You like you're losing by thirty points in the fourth quarter. You're still fucking going for that drive to score. You gotta love it. You gotta admire that. Oh yeah, he doubled down and he bet it, wagered everything. Yep. Well, let's see here. If he, 
I'm going to do some math here because he would have got four, five, six, seven points plus his original 36. So 13, so 43. Then he lost 31 points. So he would have been let, he would be left with 12. Which, yeah, would, would put him in, um, uh, third place. Yeah, I mean, obviously the points totals are, are all over the place. <laughs> right. So. Crazy. All right, let's hear the champ. Hey, motherfuckers, it's me, Ardo Jackson, calling with this week's fucking... Oh, shit, see? We got Tucker, now we got Jackson. Yes. Perfect. The credit. Art Jackson. My... Yeah. I, then, uh... I think Angie was Jackie, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. This is great. Yeah, this is good times. But then, who with that? Which one that one niggas pick? I don't know. I think it's Holly. Anyways, y'all pick Jackie Brown. I love this movie. It's a good movie. Not, I think one of the slowest movies of uh, Quentin Tarantino's. But I love it. I love when he goes into all the inter inter cities in L.A. That's what I feel. Like. When he goes to Compton, when he goes to Watts. I love that shit. I think that simple nigga fucking Harley. I think he gave us later double down. Boom. I ain't, this ain't no race, but I'm gonna chase, baby. I'm gonna say, Fonzo, you know he got, you know he loved this movie, but he doubled down Slater. Boom! Take it to that. Damn. Now that simple motherfucker, MCP, <laughs> he can't, uh, uh, he can't respect, he can't appreciate great storytelling, so he didn't give it no fucking Slater, but he gave it a dollar. That nigga gave it a dollar. So that's what I said. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Holly, the honky Holly. And Fonzo double down later, boom, and MCP a dollar, and I'll be talking to you boys next week. Bad boys for life. Nice. Damn. There you go. Yeah, There's a champ right be. there for y'all. He'll be real. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he literally just crushed oh, yeah. it because he, he did what we were just right. – Yeah. Right. Yeah. He 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 knew. He just knew. I mean, oh, you guys he have knew, been listening yeah. to this cast long He knew that exactly. Tony's going to give it a dollar, mm-hmm. um, but he knew Fonzo and, and he would. No, he nailed. Down on that he nailed both movies this week. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely that's, right. That's impressive. So, yeah, and and he came in with a lead, but he came in with only a couple points over Reed. So it was really any any man's. Not an El Salvadorian had no chance because he only had twenty three points. But real men that listen to the podcast, it could it was either one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she could have done it too, though. She was at twenty nine right. points. So, I was, I, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the arts art art is the champion. Uh, but he had forty five plus four, five, we six, seven. Champions. So he finishes off with fifty two. 52, second place is D with 25, then Reed with 12, and Angie with 4. <laughs> Dang. What a huge difference from last week. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, Man, and Angie was... Call it Angie in, was, I mean, did great. Yeah, if you guys remember, Angie was killing it mid-champion. Well, yeah. mid mm-hmm. And then Art all of a sudden just... Yeah, I mean, uh, back to the birds... Art fourteen point five, Angie twenty seven. The following 
uh, round. Angie, 29. Art, 22.5. He killed it with the Interstellar. He doubled down on Slater's and did an exit. So, um, but she was still kicking ass. It wasn't until the following we were with Brightburn last week that all of a sudden he took the lead. So, yeah. Cool stuff, yeah, for sure. Very impressive. Absolutely, yeah. So we look forward to seeing what you pick for, uh, for the homework. And you can join us, too, and review it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What do you got? Uh, yeah, so like, oh, yeah, you guys were saying you guys were worried, you, you worried about your picks. Probably you ain't got no worry about your picks. I don't need to, yeah. Right. <laughs> right on. Well, right on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Fantastic job art. You know, it was like a moment with making these bets, and all of a sudden the point tally starts going up and up and up. Thanks, you know, you got the lead, and here you are. So, very impressive. And everyone else, thanks for calling again, making it fucking fantastic. Uh, another championship series, as always. I, don't you know? Stick around for the next one, because uh, once we once we get that one, then we'll we, can we might there. we might trade it. We might change it up a little bit where we um, we make it to the the first to a certain points total wins the championship. Um. I, I kind of feel like we're going through the championships maybe a little too fast. Maybe six weeks is is too quick. What do you, what do you tell me? What you guys think, listeners? Should we have a championship every six weeks, or maybe two months, or should we go to a points total? I feel like the general consensus between the three of us here is that we're trying to extend the championship game a little bit. Uh, so how do we go about that? Um, happy to uh, listen to opinions. Works for me, yeah. So cool. So let's see. We got that done. I think we just weekends now, right? What do y'all do? I'll go first. My internet seems to be working okay. And <laughs> Jesus Christ! Fucking frustrating tonight. Uh, yesterday I went for a motorcycle ride. Um, it's a nice ride. Although the suspension on my bike is old and clapped out. It's just beating the shit out of me. And the roads are real rocky. All the dirt roads around here. So, um, my wrists are a little sore today. Um, but good ride. Beautiful lake. Um, it's amazing that, you know, I can, it's literally 50 miles from my house and that's like all dirt roads from my house basically. And I can get to this beautiful lake out in the middle of nowhere. And there was not a single soul at that lake. Which was crazy. Yeah. One that you can go there and it's a, it is a beautiful lake. And two that nobody was fucking there. There's not a single person at that lake. And I could drive. I mean, I, I'd need a four by four, a four wheel drive car or truck. Um, but, you know, any standard four-wheel drive truck could make it up to that lake. And But I just live in such a rural part of California that nobody goes to it. And there's a lot of beautiful lakes. You know, we went to the lake today. Clancy, he just he just came by unexpectedly. I came out of the garage, and there he was standing, hanging out. So, um, so that was cool. So we went to the lake with him today, went swimming with a little... Uh, um, Snorkeling, snorkeling's fun. You guys ever snorkel? Wait, what did he do? He was just standing there watching you, right? Was he yeah, just it was gonna... just, no, no, no. He came by to to just to stop by. On? 
Actually, I did. I wasn't wearing a shirt. Oh, there you go. See? Because it's hot today, so I'm sitting around, I'm walking around in, you know, fucking in basketball shorts and no shirt on. I come out of the garage into the into the kitchen, and there he is standing there. So um, I heard some commotion. I heard Manzi talking. I heard Chris talking, but I didn't hear him, so it was news. So, but, um, yeah, he was just kind of driving through. And uh, he was going to go to the lake, and he wanted to see if we wanted to go. So me and Mazzy went. Chris had to stay home and work. Um, and so we went to the lake and snorkel. So to get back to my question, uh, you guys ever snorkel? Yeah, one once. I put on the little thing on but uh, on the pool, but not for long rule snorkeling. Oh, snorkeling is so much fun. And, and, and uh, Tony, maybe you should try it again. Um. I don't, and Tony's going to have the same issue, um, or a lot of people. Uh, you don't have a lot of body fat, so swimming is hard because you don't float, you know. And I get into a lake or a pool, and I sink like a brick. Tony, can, yeah. can you confirm or deny this? Yeah, you, you sink like a brick. No, do, do you? <laughs> how how well do you swim? I hope you said that. <laughs> Uh, I'm all right. I I guess uh, I don't, I haven't paid attention to how bad I'm always fighting for my life to stay alive, to stay afloat. So, So okay. So it's about the same. Yeah. Yeah. So you're in the same boat as me. Yeah. 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 Okay. Thank you. Thank you, dick. (laughs) So, so I don't do well, right? I'm swimming. I'm paddling. Here's the thing about snorkeling is it's kind of a dead man's position, right? So you're face down, kind of back up. So as long as you're breathing, you got enough air in your chest to kind of keep your chest afloat. Your legs don't have to float. Your arms are paddling along. So uh, it's real easy to just kind of float along with a snorkel set on um, if, if, if you're not a great swimmer. And so we just kind of snorkel along the shore of the of the lake, and you can look at the fish. And um, you know, uh, Clancy went went last yesterday, and he found a set of keys. He finds lots of glasses, wallets. He finds jewelry, a lot of fishing, obviously lures and shit like that. So you know, people go and they lose their shit in the lake, and you know they're in six feet of water or five feet of water. So. You go, you go snorkeling, and you find that shit. But it's it's a nice way to kind of go swimming, where you're not fighting for your life, as Art put it, um, but you still get to enjoy uh, swimming. So um, it's it's a really nice way to to hang out in the water, snorkeling. So we went snorkeling today. Um, came home, didn't do much since. Barbecued some hamburgers make a pretty mean hamburger although i kind of overcooked them tonight i don't know why um you make them any different you, you actually make the patties come together you just buy the ones from the store first oh no, no yeah i don't fuck with the the the, the patties um no I, I i do my i basically make like meatloaf and then i make yeah, it yeah. into patties so nice. my my big thing is um uh i need an egg so i use an egg or two to keep the meat together uh but then it gets a little w- watery and so I put some uh, some breadcrumbs in there, 
And then I usually use some sort of like steak seasoning. Um, and then to counteract that spicy, the steak seasoning has a lot of pepper in it. I'll typically throw either some barbecue sauce or some Worcestershire sauce. Some uh, I typically throw a dollop of garlic in there, uh, some salt. Um, that's typically about it. And then um, the trick is, <clears throat> the trick with barbecuing is the percentage of fat. And, and interrupt me if either one of you have a different, different uh, experience with this. If you go real lean, like 85, 90% lean beef, there's a real fine line between nice and overcooked because there's not a lot of fat in them. And so as soon as you start barbecuing it, it's real easy to get them dried out, right? Unless you want them like rare, but then most people don't like rare hamburgers. And so um, so you want to go with something a little, a little fattier, you know. But if you go down to the grocery store, uh, the cheapest ground beef is like 75 or 73% lean. Well, when you make hamburgers on a grill with, with 27% fat, you end up getting meatballs. I don't care how much you flatten out them hamburgers. When you throw them on the grill, they fucking suck right up and they turn into meatballs. And they taste okay. It's not there's not a problem with that. You can you can cook them all the way through and they don't dry out. But if you want a hamburger patty, I found the sweet spot is 80-20. That's where uh you still get that nice juiciness. You can cook it medium and it, you know, a, a pinch of pink. Uh but the meat also doesn't suck up and turn into a meatball. So 80-20. That's that's the the perfect ticket I found. Remember today, today we had the 70, 73, <laughs> 27, and so we had meatballs for dinner. Um, but they were yummy meatballs, even though they were pinch overcooked. But that's the nice thing with the, the higher fat content with hamburgers is, you know, even if you overcook them, uh, they're still nice and juicy. So right. there you go. I hope you all bitches are hungry. There you go. <laughs> I was just, I was low key, just hung out at the house. It was too goddamn hot, dude. Didn't do anything. Um, I just really enjoyed my first day off. We just chilled. Oh, no, fuck, dude. Hold on. <gasps> I was remembering. So I'm trying to remember from my brain because we had to take crew to get his uh, soccer pictures taken at this one park. It was at 2 o'clock, but we had to be there like at one thirty or 1 o'clock, like an hour early. We get there and the parking lot is just fucking full. So I drive down there, um, do a couple laps. It's no one's leaving. It's like, fuck it, let's get out here. Let's go park up this hill. Park up the hill. There's nowhere there. You know Vista Sports Park is, right, Tony? Vista. Really nice by your, by your, yeah, yeah, by, by the old place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that whole street. Oh, God. The there, yeah, there's no parking down there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there is like if, you know, for a it's regular tiny. day or whatever. It's but, tiny. Yeah. I mean, it's tiny, yeah. So it's all filled up. The streets on the side are all filled up. All the way up the hills filled up, so I'm like, "Fuck, man!" I'm like, "Well, let me turn back around. Let me get maybe I'll get lucky." So when I come back around. There's this one spot right there. I could just turn right and just take it, but I see this one lady um, eyeing it, and I'm like, "Fuck, dude!" Do I just take it or just you know? I just don't want bad karma. I'm like, "I'll oh, fuck it. I'll find something." Couldn't find anything. I'm like, 
sort of for the twenty. I'm like, you know, what, crew, I got to drop you off. You get in line. You get, you know, go with your team. Get ready to do all the picture stuff because we got to find parking. I had and I had River with me, and it was blazing hot. You know, even though we had the AC in the car, but we just knew it was gonna be miserable because we're gonna have to we're gonna have to walk. So I left, went down the street, went by a street like way down the street. I'm like, ah, oh, we'll just park here, whatever. There's no parking. I'm like, wait a minute, we gotta go up this hill. Like, go back down the hill that park. I'm like, no, that's way too far. Fuck it. I even called Denal though. Was hoping we could park by his house because he lives out there. Oh, I'm like, dang. what if I park over there? He can drop us off. They come back. I mean, I was getting desperate. I'm just right. getting back. Calling Uber. When, that was the other thing I was thinking. So, the third time I go down there again, stuck. You know, no one's leaving. If somebody is leaving, everyone's already got the spot. Some people are just parked there, put their hats on. It's like this one guy was behind him. Like, no, bitch, you're gonna move. You, you got to move. I'm like, you you can't just park here waiting for someone to leave. Um, and luckily, all the cars were. Uh, to my left hand side were coming towards me so they're leaving leaving. so I couldn't like just go around him to go you know I, I was literally stuck behind him so Dang. he was like he finally turns the blankers off and tick off and I'm like ah I knew you were going to have to move so we left I go finally at the very top of the hill before the light there was a spot there so I parked there I'm like fuck it we're good there so go down there I get cone, I get a little shave ice for river so you can get something cold to drink you know and then uh, so I'm in this oh, it's blazing hot to see like last year they had like these fun like things for kids to play they said today was this year it's too hot they're like fuck that dude these kids would die if we did that you know uh Kane's like chicken thing was there giving out free lemonade which was cool these poor bastards were cooking little uh, pizzas in this oven like oh, they must have been fucking dying I can't I can't believe they were doing that um it's just a madhouse of kids at the playground that's right in, in that park and then the whole football um or the soccer stadium you know the field had a bunch of kids there I had to fill out this paperwork in the blazing hot seat in the hot sun. I'm trying to fill out this paperwork, and River keeps trying to pull my shirt and show my my fucking stomach to everybody. I'm like, hey, stop. I'm trying to do this. It's hot. Like, relax, you know? Um, and then, so once I finally fill it out, Cruz about to take his picture. We start walking back. Uh, uh, that's all. I think that's when I got his shave ice. So I hear this guy screaming on top of his legs, if you're parked on the hill on a red, they are towing, so you're going to have to move. We're like, fuck. I'm like, I'm on that hill, but I didn't see any sign that said I couldn't. So I said, just to be safe, you know, fuck it, let's go. Go over there, get the car, come back down, try one more time. Sure enough, we finally got a parking spot by the park, or, you know, in that area. But fuck, man, it was just so exhausting. I was in the sun. I was just done, dude. I was like, this is too much. Um, so today we just chilled. Um, I went to the store, just get some stuff. The heat will take it out of you for Seriously, sure. Seriously, dude, for reals. Um, and then I was like, it was like a couple, it was like, uh, uh, Reverend Reagan's friend called him to go hang out. So we dropped him off there and he was like, Hey, let's watch Bohemian Rhapsody. She wanted to watch. I'm like, sure. So we were uninterrupted. It was like amazing. We finally got to see a movie all the way through uninterrupted. It was like, so, so I, I, I just can't remember the last time we did that. It was crazy. Um, so we saw that. And then, um, later on, I'm like, uh, fuck man, Red, you're not playing. I wonder if, uh. If I could head out there, and sure enough, um, hit up my buddy Scott, and he was down. He was like super close by it, and just happened to work out, and, and uh, did that. Came back home, and and here we are. So that's my weekend. Cool. Um, I uh, my weekend started on Friday. Took the day off work. Um, actually, my weekend started Thursday because we had to drive up uh, all the way up to. Uh, Monterey up in the bay and we're like yeah we don't yeah, that's a drive yeah that's a hell of a drive and we had to be there at two 
in the afternoon on Friday, and we're like, no, fuck it, let's just go make it two separate trips, right? So we. Um, sorry, I gotta interrupt. What was the occasion? What do you have to go all the way to Monterey for? So we went up there to celebrate, or it was commencement for my mother-in-law's um, graduation. She got her PhD. Oh, so, congratulations! Yeah, congrats, awesome. congrats, PhD. That's a yeah. big deal. Um, psychology, something, social science. Uh, yeah, so so we went up Thursday night, um, stopped in Buellton, um, and at the at the Anderson Split Pea Soup Inn. And then uh, we did not have a split pea soup. You say split peas? Wait, split pea soup. That's what Buellton is known for. If you drive up the one and the one hundred one, I know exactly what you you're see, talking about. You it's got that big, uh, like uh, windmill out front, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're known for it. That's what Buellton's known for. So that's yeah. funny. Um, All I can picture is uh, the, the the vomit from Exorcist. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, one day we'll go back there and try it. Uh, we just stayed at the inn. I. I it was one of the cheapest, um, and they had a, they had a fridge. <laughs> that's all I that's all I cared about. <laughs> um, uh, so it was Thursday night. Then we, you know, Friday morning we drove up Monterey. Um, pretty cool drive. Uh, did the whole graduation thing. Um, hung out a bit uh, with family, and then Saturday we came home. <laughs> it was had breakfast with them, and then. Uh, we just came home, and then um, we took the we took the one back home, so it added an extra hour hour and a half to the trip. But it's a it's an awesome drive. It's a beautiful drive on the uh, mm-hmm. right on the Big Sur. You can see the ocean, and um, Lainey loves driving the twisties, so you know she's enjoying that. And I'm just checking out you know checking out the sights, being a DJ. That was fun. Um, so yeah, so it was it was a cool drive. It's been a while since we've gone on a road trip, so we we enjoyed it. Uh, then we stopped by uh, San Luis Obispo. We're like, all right, we're, we'll we'll do because we we haven't had our panda date, so checked oh, out shit. the the Panda Express in my old hometown. Same same one was there. I think you tried to. Right, no, we we normally get tri-tip, but we haven't. You know, we hadn't done our panda date, so it's like, nope, we didn't get the tri-tip. Um, and that's the thing, like we like a few years ago. We went up on my birthday, um, and the tri-tip didn't taste the same. Like, it wasn't the same. It wasn't as magical as it was before. Uh, We talked to some friends, and apparently they they stopped smoking the the tri-tip. And so that's what changed the flavor. So I'm like, ah, well, that explains it. Um, So it, it hasn't, like, normally for a while, I was going every year on my birthday. I'd go by myself. If she wanted to come, she could come. I didn't get. I didn't care. Like I was going, um, but it, it just doesn't appeal to me that much anymore. So uh, next next road trip, we'll stop by there and we'll we'll see what it's like. This time, it was all about the Panda Express. Uh, their chicken, their orange chicken, was ten out of ten. How was the viscosity? Perfect. The viscosity was perfect. 10, huh? Was it like a ten weight or a twenty weight? It was, was it like, perfect. like full synthetic or <laughs> right. It was perfect. The sauce was perfect. The consistency, the viscosity, all that shit. Right. The the crunch of, of the breading was perfect. It wasn't the orange too chicken crunchy. is breading. What the fuck? Have you had orange chicken? 
Yeah, you ever had orange chicken? Bro? Yeah, I thought it was just like chicken with. Oh yeah, because it's, it's just grilled chicken with sauce. There's no yeah. breading. You have not had orange chicken. I, I know. Apparently, I haven't. Yeah, you get wow. get your ass. To Tony just got insulted. By the way, I want to. I want to. Oh no! Yeah, it was, it, was, got, it was blatantly clear you. that yeah. You, uh, How dare you shit. call whatever the shit you ate orange chicken? <laughs> um, he, panda. he goes to that. What is it? Rice bowl or Yoshinoya? Right. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And different places like uh, what's the pickup sticks? Is that a place? Yep. I don't know. Yeah, their orange chicken, where they actually put like orange peel in the chicken, I think that one doesn't have breading. And that may be like more what you experienced. The Pen Express awesome. fake Chinese, you know, orange chicken has breading, and it can it can get soggy, right? Because the sauce is is a thick it's a thick sauce that they put on it, um, and it can make it soggy. And so that's that's part of how we evaluate orange chicken. This place is perfect. The crunch was perfect. The sauce was perfect. It wasn't too spicy. Sometimes places make the the, the sauce of, like overspiced. Some places make it too sweet. Other places have been like a little sour, a little tart. Like we've there's we we've identified places that like they're not a hundred percent. This place was perfect. We're like yeah, we got to move. We got to move to fucking San Luis Obispo because this is the perfect. <laughs> you know, uh, like, you're, you're, you're like is COVID <laughs> based on fucking. Yeah, it was amazing. Tony went to the back. Tony went back and shot the chef. He was like, hey, <laughs> yeah. I was seriously. I was like, I'm I got, a Mexican. I got, I got, I got to take some buckets of this home or something because yeah, I don't like, know if yeah, I've ever, he's never had. I've never, I don't know How if well I'm ever have. Reheat? Uh, not, not well. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, the yeah the crunch that I was talking about, non-existent on reheat. It turns into the chicken I'm used to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was it was absolutely amazing, um, and so we finished. And then I was like, "Oh, they didn't give us fortune cookies." And I was like, "Oh well, let's just go to a donut place." <laughs> and so we walk out. We start going to the car, and Lainey's about to leave. And I'm like, "I wasn't kidding." She's like, "Really?" <laughs> I was like, "I mean, if you want to go, let's go." And she's like, "No, no, let's go get some donuts. I haven't haven't bought a donut from a donut place in like years." I'm like, "Exactly." And so, Those look like some fucking uh, they, they, fancy ass donuts. They were fancy ass donuts, and that's amazing. Yeah, they they were amazing. Um, Where was it from again? The place Slow Dough Co. So S L O for San Luis Z E M. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So S L O for San Luis Obispo, D O for dough, and Co for company. These nuts. Right, Slow Dough Co. For. <laughs> Uh, it was awesome. The, 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 they had so many donuts in there. It, it was really cool. The the place was had a really cool vibe to it too, because it's it's like a it's a college town, and they had a, a, there's a bunch of kids students there like studying. You can tell that they were there. They had like a quiet area and just just studying. And it was a big open seating. Um, it, it was cool. It was a really chill place. I was like, yeah, I'd definitely move back here for this shit. Have some Panda Express and some donuts. Fucking a. Um. <laughs> Yeah, we but we took like we let so many people go in front of us because we're like we we can't decide yet. We don't know if we're gonna get one. We're like, can we get? We can't just get one. There's freaking there's peanut butter. There's a peanut butter pillow. They 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 had these things called pillows. Um, have you guys ever had them? So uh, they call pillow? them pillows. Yeah, like no. it's not a donut. It's a pillow, and it's it's ba- it's basically like a 
a square, you know, like a, almost like a cream filled, but instead of cream, it's like uh, like a spread. So like one of them had peanut butter in the middle of mm. it, right? So it's a whole like Sounds a good. like a yeah yeah oh oh my god it was awesome. Um, so one of them had had peanut butter, um, another one just had chocolate, and then another one had um, the Oreo cookie, the the chocolate Oreo cookie, the chocolate part of the Oreo cookie. It had that in the middle of it. Um, Whoa. Yeah, it was the place was awesome. Uh, Lainey, she <laughs> her favorite donut is um, apple apple fritters, so she got some of that. <gasps> she got an apple apple uh, fritters, bear claws, baby. bear claws. Yep, you those know. two. That's what she got. Those are her thing. Um, <laughs> I got all the chocolate and all the peanut butter shit. Uh, we got a we got a donut that had like a cinnamon a mini cinnamon bun inside of it. So it oh. was it was a it was a donut on the outside and a cinnamon roll on the inside. A little mini one. I was like, it's fucking amazing. Um, yeah, and then they didn't have the normal Bavarian cream filled one, but that I norm- that that's my number one. But they had a Nespresso cream filled chocolate donut. What the hell? It was ama- It was good. It like it tasted like coffee cream, just cream filled. It was like whoa, that was pretty good. I can only imagine what like a Bavarian cream one would would be like. It'd be perfect. The the, the place was the place was amazing. Um, and we finished them all that day. Uh, we ate. God damn, son. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah, they showed the picture of the box. I was like, whoa, yep. that's a lot of food. We mm-hmm. ate. We ate. I ate. Uh, three. No, I ate four on on the drive oh. away from slow. She ate three. Like we just pounded them. And How then, did you do that? It, doesn't that <laughs> fuck you up? Because you're like so low carb. I, I was I I don't know it just worked yeah, maybe because I'd already I already had orange chicken like I already had um, grilled chicken and 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 veggies I already had food in me so like the sugar didn't hit like it didn't it, it didn't like an empty stomach kind of thing. right yeah. I didn't do it on an empty stomach so it didn't just spike like and so I was able to survive I guess <laughs> I don't know um, Jesus you're, yeah you just you got diabetes in one yeah, sitting yeah and just in one sitting. And then that we we got got home that night and we finished the rest. Um, but it turns out like we got a dozen, but she ate five and I ate seven, so not exactly even. But that's all right. <laughs> I'm I'm bigger. I'm bigger than her, so it, it works out. Uh, so yeah. So that was my weekend. Um, today was pretty much recovering from that garbage. Oh shit! And um, did a, did our chores you know costco runs and winco runs and shit so yeah good times i'm going wow. back to my normal diet getting getting back on I, back on the i'll wagon. get down i'll get down on a, i get a when i go to work you know a lot of times on fridays uh my my uh co-workers will bring in sweets you know for us all to eat you know especially if it's a before three-day weekend or a holiday or something like that you know right. and uh so there's always donuts or cookies or something. And I'll get, I'll, I'll, you know, me, I'm so goddamn cheap. It's hard for me to turn down free food. And so I'll eat a donut or two in a six hour period. But I always like that second one. I'm always like, Ooh, this one's cheap. Tony's uh-huh. just cheated with seven. Yeah. <laughs> like no I say, I want to go so crazy with the CrossFit because he's got to burn all the fucking donut calories right? off. The thing is, that's the thing, dude. I can eat. I'm a good eater. Like, apparently, <laughs> I, yeah, I can binge with the best of them. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, 
That's my you know what it is? You know what you know what does it is uh fasting. I, I noticed that since I started fasting, I have a tendency to eat big meals with bigger spaces in between. I don't do the two, I eat every two hours, you know. Uh, even when I'm not fasting, I'll go six, eight hours without eating just because. But then when I do eat, I eat these big, huge, you know, four or five eggs and two pieces of toast and oatmeal and That's you know, cottage cheese or something like that. But I mean, yeah, this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, for your average American, you know, a thousand calories in one meal is a lot. Uh, but if you're a faster, it, it it's just kind of par for the course. Yeah. No, I've always been, I mean, I used to be fat, you know, and, and I used to eat, eat with the best of them. So that never went away. That's what I tell Lainey. Like, yeah, the, the, there's, I'm always be, I'll always be a fat kid. Like, <laughs> at heart. Yep. I'll, I'll, I'll always have that, that ability to eat. Uh, and it is, and it is a thing. Like, I was reading that, uh, obese people, um, take longer to feel satisfied from the same food than non-obese people so non-obese people they'll get tired of food quickly but obese people it'll take longer and so it it takes them longer to feel done with a food and so that's that's what allows us to just eat like when i was fat i could just eat and i think it just didn't go away i lost i lost all the weight i got skinny but i still have the ability to just not be tired of food and just keep eating that's so interesting because I yeah. can confirm it a hundred percent in my household. I'm me and my wife are the exact opposites. She gets a bag of chips, especially if she got beer in her, and she can't put it down. Like she yeah. just uh, overeats Man, instinctually. Mm-hmm. I can have a handful and put it down. Yeah, I, mean, I can polish off bags of chips easy. Yeah, yeah. And see, for me, it's easy just to say, "No, that was good. Thanks." Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, you know, I binge sometimes, occasionally as well. But it's it it's almost difficult for me to do it. Wow. Yeah, Lainey the same way. She she can't do it. She just it just just and there's I, there's something happens that just stops. And she's like, "Nope, can't do it anymore." And I'm, I'm like, "Bitch, get that over here. I'll take care of it. Sure. <laughs> I'll I'll finish that for you." <laughs> Usually all the times I've overeaten or binge eat was because like my own other weird like financial came into play. Like I was oh, at a buffet where I got to get my money's worth. <laughs> can't can't waste sure. food. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, can't let it go to waste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah don't throw that away. I got you. <laughs> yep. Good times. Good times. Yeah, good times for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Next time we have, if we have a hangout, and we all come down. We're gonna, we're, we know what we're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Right? Orange chicken. If I, <laughs> I guess so. I don't, real orange. Real chicken. orange chicken. Real. Real orange chicken and donuts. That's it. That's a new restaurant. Nice. That's amazing. Well, there you have it, folks. We got crowned a new champion this evening. Right, we a lot of movies tonight for you. That's right. All right, you 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 regained that title. It's been a long time since you were the champ. Yeah, I think it has so, been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now he won't stop bragging for for oh, months now. So y'all, yeah, y'all gonna create a monster. So just be warned. You be ready. Should be on here. Um, once he listens, put on messenger. See what he chooses. What movie he picks, and uh, hopefully he'll join us and uh, discuss it. It'll be awesome. 
So 466 is in the books. We just randomly rented all things movies. I've been your host, Fonzo. Say we ride together. Harley, we die together. Or our internet dies together. MCP, bad boys for life.